0: We are Squawking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes of the Walking Dead universe. Sometimes we give you news, sometimes we make you laugh. That's gonna happen a lot today, but most times <laughs> we go deep. And I'm here, David Cameo, with my North Star, my partner in crime, Cosmom09, Rachel Bird. <laughs> and then I have Sharon D, aka Blaze Gardner. <sighs> and, <laughs> and then the return of the Mac. <laughs> Meg the Geek!
1: Hey! Don't call it a comeback.
0: Last, but definitely not least, and there's a story behind this, so you just sit tight as I announce... Our Survivor member, Aliza. A lot's happened since our last episode. Obviously, Meg's here, right? Obviously, Aliza's here, right? Obviously, Sharon is here. She actually was with us in our last episode covering C- uh, Fear the Walking Dead* season six season finale. Thank you very much. That was great. We wrapped it up pretty nicely into, into a boil. But Aliza is here. Why is Aliza here? Well, it so happens we rolled out membership tiers on ko.sfi.com slash dead. Why didn't you know about it? <laughs> well... As it so happens, we have three different tiers. We have our usual tier. You get a bunch of stuff for free. That was it for the longest time, for two years. You got to be with us while we record. You got to get the unedited episode recordings once they were done. And a bunch of little things here and there sprinkled out throughout two years of our existence. Sometimes you get to pop on for free. Some, yeah, It's a whole thing. You were there. You got a ringtone sometimes. <laughs> that is actually the the standard tier that we have going on. It's called the Walker tier. Our Whisperers tier is our second tier. Uh, if you join that membership tier, you will get your name in the credits at the end of the video episodes. Of course, you'll get a shout out on the audio podcast because I have to say your name, as well as 50% off in the merch store, which is crazy. That perk aside, we have our survivors here. Now, this is the whole reason why I, I decided to move ahead with these membership tiers in the first place, because I thought to myself, how are we going to up our game when it comes to We Are Squawking Dead? We Are Squawking Dead means it's all of us lending our voices to a idea or an episode or our thoughts towards a given subject matter when it comes to the Walking Dead universe. So I thought, a Survivor's tier. This one's going to be out of reach for most people because it's going to be it's, it's a bit more expensive, but Eliza heard the call and she joined the Survivor's tier. And what that tier is you're, you're, you host the show with us. You join us on camera, lending your opinions and thoughts. And I'm so happy that you were the first person that signed up for a membership tier and it happened to be the top tier. And you get the 50% off the merch store. You just have to talk to me about it. When episode 142 comes out, that's the one we had with Ben from Just Keep Walking. That episode will have Elisa's credits at the end of the episode, because that's another perk. Obviously, the survivors get the credits too, but they get the credits first and bigger, okay? They get them bigger, they get their own credit. And then, you know, everybody in the survivor tier gets their own major credit sequence, okay? And they're first, first is the best, contrary to what we heard in grade school. First is the best, least is the best. Anyways, I'm done with my rant. Thank you for joining us here on, we're back. TWD's back, and so are we, and so is Meg. <laughs> okay, let's start with the obvious. How how are you guys feeling about this? Because obviously, this is, the, this is the this is the beginning of the end.
2: Oh, do we really have to start there? How oh, are we, we feeling? Do. <sighs> I think bittersweet is the best word yep. to describe it. That,
0: hmm. that
3: was the word I used today. Yep.
0: It's just surreal to me. I really can't believe that we're here. Actually, what about Lisa? What do you what do you think?
3: I was going to say surreal as well. It was it was kind of gutting last night. I was all excited. Had some friends over for the season premiere and then after the opening credits it was like holy crap this is the last season premiere yeah. and um yeah it's um man what a ride it's been though
0: and it has been a long ride let's keep that in mind too charity how do you feel having binged that we have to remind the audience every now and again that charity basically torture porned uh, blo- a clockwork orange watched The walking <laughs> dead uh in basically just like a a week or two sitting um. Weeks. To, yeah. To prepare for our retrospective, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, yeah.
4: last year. It was. Um. It was partly for that, but also because I was hearing all of the, you know, the Easter eggs and the tie-ins, and I didn't understand any of them because I had not watched Walking Dead. We so. Fear the Walking Dead <laughs> specifically. Right. Yeah. Right. So in order to get all the goodies, um, I had to I had to watch the Walking Dead. So I binge all of it. At that point, it was nine season nine and a half. Seasons because it was right before nine um, B started, so I binged
0: all of it in two weeks. My sympathy, yeah. nine and a half. Seasons. My sympathies with your therapist, <laughs> aka Dennis. <laughs> yeah, yes, they need to be with Dennis. <laughs> yep. I feel
4: bad that I came in so late. Mm. You know, but um, you know, um, it, it doesn't have the same emotional impact to me that it does for all of you. I'm, I'll be more, I'll be more upset when when they say it's fears last season. Then I'll be very sad. <laughs>
3: Well, but you having binged uh, The Walking Dead, it gives you a little insight into some of the fear characters and why mm-hmm. they act the way they yeah, do
4: yeah. on fear. Yeah, I mean, Dwight was a big part of it, because everyone's like, oh, Dwight, <laughs> he's such a terrible person, and, oh, and I've, so I've watched Fear, and I'm like, um, <laughs> where is this terrible Dwight that everybody's no, talking no. about, you know? So yeah, it's just, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad I watched it, and I I still enjoy it, but, you know, I love Fear more.
3: It's been an emotional journey um i'm not familiar with any of the other fandoms like i know star wars and star trek but this one has literally touched me in my soul with the people that i have been able to bring into my life and um I did one of those little videos to send into to Talking Dead. And for me, you guys and the other friends that I've created through The Walking Dead helped me get through the past year and a half pandemic, helped me get through a divorce um, and helped me get through, you know, four deaths of relatives in over this pandemic. And so um, the, the fandom has just been amazing.
0: Well, we're happy to be here for you too. I mean, and I, and I think I feel sort of the same way. 'Cause you, you believe the same same way as me that this is, is this is kind of surreal because like because of the impact this series has had on us, just not as a, a dramatic series, but also in the family that we've created, it feels a little bit like, you know, Carl's death in a way, where it kinda kinda dragged out a little too long. We found out about this like roughly last year. We found out The Walking Dead was ending. And then like, you know, we had the pandemic to kind of slow things down for us in some ways, right? And so we felt In some ways, kind of like, all right, I mean, like, you don't want it to end, but now that it's here, it's kind of like, oh, now the beginning of the end is happening. Oh, my God. We had a whole year to digest that fact, and now it's starting. And it's good to remind everybody that, okay, you know, we've got 24 episodes, with two breaks in between each section, they're officially calling it Eleven A, Eleven B, and Eleven C. So, uh, I mean, I think we've got like *Fear the Walking Dead* sprinkled in, uh, in between, as well as *World Beyond*. Thanks, AMC, motherfuck. <laughs> uh, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, last year—I mean, you do know what I'm talking about—but you don't know what it, what it was like for on our end. Having to do two episodes a week is insane. Insane work. There's no time to create blogs. No time to create clips it's all about recording rough cutting and getting it the fuck out the door (laughs) because it's time to record it's time to edit the next one time to record the next show so (laughs) they'll be doing that again again to us and speaking of that it's very distracting okay knowing that this is the last season but having to do this fear of the walking dead walking dead world beyond uh, recording sesh. Uh, it was very traumatizing. We got to Christmas time, and it was just like, I'm so glad this is over. I'm so <laughs> glad for this break. I do not mind a live stream session, just chilling out with uh, Ben from Just Keep Walking, which is episode 120. I do not mind having a discussion with Brains Gone Bad and Aim for the Head podcast. Aim for the head, yep, yeah, that was great. It was a nice way to decompress after so a traumatic fun. recording sesh season. Um, I mean, look, rewarding episodes, really rewarding episodes, loved breaking these episodes down, but okay, there is such thing as having too much of the thing you love, okay? There is. But going back to The Walking Dead... For those of you who don't also know, the, at least the first eight episodes of this season are going to be available, all eight episodes are going to be available a week in advance on Plus. So, for instance, mm-hmm. the second episode is already out, and it, it was already out as of Sunday morning, uh, midnight Sunday morning for PST. A- and I don't know how to feel about that, and I, I'd like to kind of go around the room with that, I mean... Given the fact that this is the last season, but mixed with the fact that these episodes are are out a week in advance every week for at least the next eight episodes, how do you feel? How do you guys feel about this uh, starting with Sherry? Because I know Meg wants to speak, but I, she's um. last now. <laughs> no, she's now next. I quit. She's, next. she's, next. she's next. I was gonna she's say, next. where's your
2: sign? <laughs> I need to make a new one.
4: <laughs> I uh, relinquish my time to Meg. <laughs>
2: No, 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 Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I, uh, no, Megan enjoys a... <laughs> me being a tyrant, so, no, you will go first.
2: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Say your piece. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I really don't know why they're, they're doing that, because it was confusing enough when they released it on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. It, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, like, trying to keep up with what, because, just spoiler-wise, just trying not to spoil people, it was so confusing. So this, like... People were talking last night about the episode that was airing as it was airing. And I'm sitting there thinking, but, but but." (laughs) because I'd already seen the, I'd already seen the second one. So I I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind them coming out early. Like I like them coming out on, on like Thursdays. I can deal with that. But a week early is, it's just too much. It's too, yeah, it's too much.
0: It's too early. Maybe before we continue, had anybody gotten spoiled from then until now? No. Or did you guys just like watch it right away? Or what did you guys do to avoid it? I didn't
3: get to watch it until I I finally broke down and got ANC+. So I watched it Saturday, you know, just a day early. Mm -hmm. But anything that came up on social media, I just scrolled on past, you know, I didn't want to to be yeah. spoiled
0: um beanie you did see spoilers though
3: I, I saw spoilers but i but i would notice that at least it seemed now people were being more conscientious of putting spoiler at the top of their post and so i
0: or or like twd yeah, spoilers so I in hashtag. just
3: scroll on past it yeah you know?
0: yeah if you guys ever so this is for the audience mostly but if you ever and maybe for you Lisa <laughs> if you need help muting certain keywords you can always dm me i will walk you through it on your phone or on your pc you can you can mute out certain posts that contain the words twd spoilers or spoilers in it well, so this do that
3: aren't
0: you sharoni knows how that? to do that yeah Sharon knows how to do that too yeah, well, <laughs> or, or dm blazy gardner at blazy gardner all <laughs> <those Asian laughs> listen i do this for a living so, <laughs> so please don't 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 dm me just don't. No. no Just don't, don't no, do, it. do it. I'm
2: going to do it. Dianne Blaise. She Blazy. loves it.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> now, you, now you know what it's like.
2: <laughs> You're going to hear me make a lot of comparisons tonight um, between the TWD universe and the MCU. Okay. So when you have, like how yesterday, all that news about Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man trailer got leaked and everything. When you have an entity, entity, regardless if it's a, fa- a whole fandom like the MCU, The Walking Dead, or even just a highly anticipated anything, if you try to hide it that hard, it's gonna get leaked. Mm, okay? I see what you're so, saying. So, and also with uh, AMC, Disney+, uh, every streaming platform, they skyrocketed during the pandemic and amc is trying to keep up that trend by riding it out and having people subscribe so that way they know how popular the walking dead is they know how popular the last season is we've been going at this for 11 years now so they're doing anything and everything they can to get viewers so they know hey let's release it a week early it's <laughs> fucking fucking stupid now okay now going because- going on
0: that note though do you think that it's possible that they're doing this to get that reaction from yes. that half of the audience.
2: Because what they're going to do is peop- some people, not me, because I refuse to spend any more money on streaming services, but oh, you're getting an old school Meg <laughs> Ryan yes. here. So I hope you've missed
0: this here for <laughs> so like to stoke the flame people, a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you totally, you totally poked the bear <laughs> here. So there's some people that are going to be like, you know what? I'm tired of avoiding the spoilers. I'm just going to pay the, what, $5 a month just to get this early. And that's how they're winning. And plus they got to compete with Disney Plus. Plus, because overseas uh walking dead airs on Disney plus so in the US they have AMC plus so it's got to compete with that hulu netflix they're trying to keep their head in the game here and i get it from a marketing standpoint and a business standpoint i get it but it's fucking stupid
0: although amc it's in, in itself as <laughs> okay. a channel though amc <laughs> as a as a channel has has released really superior content though i mean let's oh, let's I talk about preacher you. let's talk about yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Oh, uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Right, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Um, I forgot The murder one that that won awards. Uh, what was that one? The the with the lady murderer, with Sandra Oh. Oh, Killing,
1: Killing Eve. Eve Killing thank Eve. you. Yeah.
0: yeah, which was award winning. I mean, it mm-hmm. won awards. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're talking about a, a, a network that has like almost everything. Every series that they've released, even like Into the Badlands, has oh, been so like good. just yeah, so just like very very good television. So consistently, it's like New York Pizza. It may not be your cup of tea, but it's reliable. (laughs) You know, it's it's certainly reliable. If
2: somebody tells me New York pizza isn't their cup of tea, they just (laughs) well, it's it's like this. Because I've had tea from the, I mean, I've had pizza from the south. Oh no, pizza anywhere
0: outside New York State is horrible. (laughs) And maybe New Jersey, Jersey. No offense, lump New Jersey.
2: Oh, Jersey's
3: got top tier pizza. We've
0: got. We can fight about this later. I have a (laughs)
3: question. You have you have good tea. I admit that. We have grits. So how are the ratings determined? Are they de- determined on the early premiere, or are they determined on the actual that's good ride question.
0: up Well, ratings are still determined by ratings. Well,
3: <laughs> everybody said, oh, The Walking Dead ratings have dropped. That's because, and I'm like, that's because well, they
1: only take the live watches into the consideration uh, in the ratings,
5: which, right, cable. That,
1: which I think is really stupid. A lot of people don't have cable anymore. We do not have
2: cable. We haven't had cable in 10 years. Well, they also have another demographic, which is solely just for streaming, because yeah, they have how many streamers, okay. they have how many accounts versus how many people watch either when the new episode airs or watch it when in general
0: and when they and then, watch, yeah,
3: and when they
2: watch I it it's I all wish, analytical.
3: I wish that the back half of this last season that they would not do any early release; that it yeah. would all have. To I agree together. We've got to go down this ship as born. I and I think at least that includes like the, the back half of this last agree. season. Have it all done on one night on Sunday night. And that way, you know, we started this way. We right, should end right. this way. Yep. I,
0: I find it hard to believe that they won't go eventually that route, at least with the last third of episodes just because i mean they're if they're gonna want to finish they're gonna want to finish big however i i do feel like they may end up doing this whole ambiguous note thing like at the end kind of like the comic book in a way like okay is it over is it over Mm -hmm. but is it over
3: like an open-ended type thing at the first the perfect ending is one of teddy's nukes lands in virginia takes everybody out at one time except for carol and daryl because they've gone on a run somewhere teddy's well that uh, yeah. took a
0: long
3: time for a few
1: years
0: oh and then of <laughs> well, course they would have, have, have to hope. at the end credits would be the uh kirby enthusiasm credits i'll edit it in yep
1: oh that'd be terrible
0: and then developed yeah. by Frank Darabont. <laughs> they have to put "developed by Frank Darabont" in everything now, legally. And I say this because, of course, they're trying to be like a Star Trek. They're trying to be like a Star Wars franchise. They're they're trying to branch off into many different other properties that will. Uh, that may be just not, it's not going to be exactly as memorable as The Walking Dead, but it will try to get close. And in that, try to enhance your memory of The Walking Dead, which is kind of like what Star, for me, because I'm a, I'm a Star Trek fan, right? So when, you know, when, when I watch things like, uh, I remember when I was watching Star Trek Enterprise Live when it first came out, it was like 2005, I think, or something like that. It was great because it enhanced the the memories, first of all, because of the callbacks, but it enhanced the memories that I had of watching, let's say, The Next Generation Live when I was a kid, or even like the original series. You know, it, it, just, it, may, it just sharpens the dials a little bit. It kind of tweaks your perceptions a little bit. So I'm hoping that like the future properties, which is why I'm not so sad about it ending so much and because it's like carl's death it's just kind of dragon but like that uh, that in 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 its funeral let's say in its wake we'll re- we'll end up converting from being sad to instantly like remembering it fondly that's that's <laughs> my hope and then hopefully they'll do exactly like you say Elisa and, and like, you know, coalesce on at least, okay, maybe AMC plus subscribers will get it the morning of like, kind of like now, but not a yep. week ahead, mm-hmm. like the morning of, instead of like they did for us on fear. Remember last yeah. year? Mm-hmm. Like they promised us like yeah. a day and
4: three, a- three AM on uh, on Sunday morning, you get <laughs> which it. didn't
0: do us any favors. Thanks for two episodes a week. You
2: you know what, I want them to do on the Talking Dead episode that airs right after the finale? When they do the In Memoriam, I want the In Memoriam to yeah. be the show.
0: Just the Walking oh, Dead. Oh, you know they'll do I'm it. I'm going to
3: cry already. I'm
0: hoping. Yeah. Just, yeah.
3: Well, you know. The, the hey,
0: it was, wasn't me this time.
3: You
0: know, the, <laughs> <laughs> it was
5: Meg.
3: The, the Walking Dead pulled me into fear.
0: I thought I, it was Sharendy. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I met Sharendy. She and i were talking before she ever met jenna because you gotta admit when you first start watching fear it's slower than smoke off of merle's ass <laughs> <laughs> and that's my, that's my turtle the turtle or- um, but it was it was so good to get that background because it really showed that the the evolution of society and how quickly it happened mm-hmm. for all the slowness of it and i know madison but with walking dead we woke up with rick and everybody was you know gone it's, but with fear you got that backstory of that fast de evolution of society and and uh, i i liked how they they were good reflectors They were foils for one another
5: mm, or, I agree. You
3: know, for whatever was good on the walking dead there was a bad on the fear and then vice versa but they foiled one another so perfectly that they carried each other, I believe. World Beyond has not got me sold yet. Um I, I just I'm just not. Um, well, I think
0: part of it what you're talking about, like on fear is what made me like fear more. Like, okay, because for all the walking into the apocalypse with Rick and et cetera, right? These extraordinary people that you end up finding. Fear wasn't like that. And I've said this before, but like fear was like, okay, if you like this, well how about try this, this dysfunctional family <laughs> that because that's,
3: that's all of us. That's all that's of what us. I'm
0: saying. It's it's like the everyman walking into the apocalypse. Okay, now what? Now what? Yeah. Do they come together now as a family? Do they? Uh, no, no, they do not. <laughs> Spoiler alert.
4: <laughs> Damn, I haven't seen it yet. Stop.
0: <laughs> but they sort of do. No, no, no. But they sort of don't. <laughs> yeah.
4: Wait,
2: hold up, hold up, hold up. You haven't watched the beginning of uh, Fear.
4: I've watched most of season one, four episodes of six. Four through six.
2: Oh, 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 I <laughs> I, talk. I
4: really, really tried. We I need tried. To have a like talk. I, I watched the first five episodes of season one. There's and, only I mean, six. You have one
2: episode ex- left. <laughs> yeah. Season one is my favorite is it? season. Strand,
4: Strand showed up, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm done. I'm good."
2: No. <laughs> but it's just, the finale is really good. And spoiler, not so spoiler alert. I plan on making a huge ass video about Fear the Walking Dead. Comparing like stuff from season one on, so yeah, I'm gonna make I, you I watch am, that. I
4: am I am gonna I, watch I know it. that I am Rachel Rachel's gonna watch it with yep, me. There you go. Yeah, That's Rachel's gonna, gonna watch it with me and, and talk yep. me through it. But yeah, I did I did try. I did try. <laughs> I just I just couldn't get into it. None of the characters I like are in seasons one through three. All of the <sighs> characters I love are in seasons? four through six
2: season two is gonna be really yeah season three is is
0: really the it's it's the um what do you call it
3: one and
2: three 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 i
0: I believe is a good bridge
3: she'll get a better
4: perspective on Madison
0: for sure hundred percent
3: and you'll
2: understand understand why i
4: don't uh, people people have the misconception (laughs) that i hate madison and i i don't
0: i think because of season four by the way
4: she's just not a favorite but I get—I
2: think because you don't know Madison yet. But
4: what I'm saying is, people—people people have this misconception that I hate Madison, and I don't. Well, I, don't I think there's Madison. another. She's just not the... a favorite, but it's been spread around that I hate her and yeah. that's that is not, no that's not true. Putting get out there I do right. not hate Madison I'm so gonna clip this <laughs> well, out there's now. like this there's this huge <laughs> contest. There's this huge oh, divide okay. in the fandom like you
1: have to be a June fan or a Madison fan and you can't be both and everyone knows that
0: does not make it sense it doesn't sense make any me.
1: sense at all and and everyone Screw knows that. what June means to you so I think they just assume you hate Madison and that's totally not the case mm.
4: She loves Morgan. (laughs) Their their constant hating on me makes me hate Madison more than anything.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. No, you gotta you gotta
1: get to know the good and and Meg, you are a Madison fan. A Madison is an insult.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, I can, well, no. can be, no, 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 I'm,
0: no, no, I'm a Madison. I'm a Madison.
2: I'm a Madison, but I I am here to Open. defend the normal Madison fans to so prove that not everyone is so batshit yeah. crazy. Right. Yeah. The Madistans are the Which aggressive we have- ones. We oh have, no i'm a madistan yeah. but i'm a sane madison
0: yeah, yeah. we're diplomatic we envoys a few... from the country of madistan <laughs>
4: yes we have <laughs> a our few papers. um sane madison yeah. friends yeah. and that's cool yeah. but there Dave are some are... that
0: are crazy yeah, yeah.
4: So. well but we see that also a
3: crossover sure. on the walking dead i mean it's like um, it the carolers right now i mean the hate on lauren cohen was so mm-hmm. vicious that she deleted all of her social media up until i think just yesterday she is back on she started twitter laughing. i just started she on instagram, on instagram too. She was on instagram yeah. a couple of weeks ago yeah, and i just I had, and i just kept telling people the same way we told them on fear is you can hate the character yeah. all day long but you got to love the actor who's who's mm-hmm. making who is that damn good that can make you mm-hmm. hate a character you know some um, people don't know how to differentiate true. sadly no and they're yeah. thermal.
4: oh, that's true um,
3: but you know we we learned that i mean i negan alpha are two great characters that i hated that i loved you know but at the same context i love the human being who samantha Mm -hmm. morton oh wow Mm -hmm. All and her life story and and just the interaction i've had with her on instagram and i love the human being that jeffrey dean morgan is and um I think our emotions for our characters wanes according to what is going on in those seasons and in those episodes. Uh, last night was a prime example. We thought Negan had well reformed, and <laughs> then what happened?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it was the look of death, you know? And I was like, Negan be Negan. Um, That's
0: exactly yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I noticed upon rewatch is that some of the things Negan says isn't far-fetched, and even the character of Maggie does sort of confirm some of the things he's been saying which was he suspects and he claims that Maggie's out there to just murk his ass like we're going on this dangerous mission just to murk Negan essentially now i don't think that's true 100% or even maybe 10% but there's some things in this episode that make me think otherwise like there are certain scenes where maggie's people clearly know the story and maggie's people in this just the one scene before they come upon the bodies wrapped up in the the mass grave that they're talking about the opening of that scene is negan kind of just looking looking behind his shoulder and he sees all of maggie's people staring his ass down not moving comes back to negan and goes can you fucking believe this (laughs) Like, okay I mean, they know, but this is worse. Something's something's up. And even Negan kind of trying to point, excuse me, Daryl, excuse me? <laughs> like, re-watching this episode, you're, think, you're thinking, oh, he may be on to something.
3: But, but he, he even thought Daryl was in on it. He said, you're in on mm-hmm. it, too.
0: But then, because, you know, too those, glassy-eyed?
3: When Maggie's guys are walking past him, they like, boom, boom. Every one of them are getting you know, it. Like mm-hmm. And he's like, you're to, you know. I don't
1: think it was Maggie's mission to take Negan out there and kill him. Um, I mean, she she says he's like basically their tour guide, right? He knows the city. I do think there's some truth to that. I mean, he obviously does know his way around. They continually ask him for his advice on where they are and where they should go. So I do I do believe that. Now, if Maggie sees an opportunity where she can kick me ne- i mean if if it had been negan hanging from the back of the train and maggie was up there i think she'd have pushed his ass <laughs> so
0: that's a question that on- came up in the live yeah. tweet yeah so
1: was it her mission to kill him no but i think she will look for i think she would take advantage of an opportunity if she saw one to kill him or or hmm. not kill him but let him die how's that
0: kind of like he yeah. sort of did by the end of the yes, episode exactly it's so, like do unto others what, what would be done, more- done to you that's <laughs> The golden rule in reverse. Well,
2: piggybacking on what Rachel said, if Maggie quote unquote lets Negan die, she she's no blame on her. So she gets away with it. Yeah. And, exactly. and and
0: this is how Negan's operating in a sense he's like saying and which kind of echoes back to if you remember 802 his little heart to heart with Gabriel he knows how to read oh. people oh he knows God. what he's he knows mm-hmm. what's going on he knows th- he knows the writing on the wall when he sees it so when he acts in kind uh, it's one of the first times we actually kind of got to know Negan a little bit more and what his motivations are people are a resource etc as
4: far as finding their way around the city I mean there are maps, and they yeah. could probably find one and find their way around. So, I mean, even, even needing Maybe they brought him along originally for that. Like, oh, you know, we, he knows the city, let's bring him. But I still think that if given the opportunity, Maggie would take him out. Or, let, again, let him die.
1: Well, and Negan's a capable fighter too. I mean, there's we can't look yeah. past that. I mean, he is a fighter. So, and
4: I think that's why. He but she doesn't her. trust him enough to have him there for just fighting. You know, I don't think she brought him just for that.
3: No. But I think that's why he them. called her on it is because he knew that if she got the opportunity, she would take it, and he wasn't going to let it be on her turn. Mm-hmm. That's why he started pushing the button and said, "Let's just do it now." and um because then it would be on his turn
0: well are you satisfied though okay there's there's two things i want to bring up in response to this because i have to dig one if it is true that everybody can read a map okay we're not dummies i mean look at gabriel and aaron one more they're reading maps all day okay so then why do they were not right (laughs) why do they rely on him it starts off right from the scene where it rains. He is basically telling people uh, exactly where to go, um, right, right from the opening of that scene. Then he advises, we should hunker down. And then they say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but the first part they were listening wholeheartedly to. Now, to me... I'm trying to interpret these, like, if they really don't need him and they know how to read a map, why do they wholeheartedly depend on him? Is it strictly because they want to make him feel a sense of that he belongs
3: initially? no. No, no, they don't make him feel that at all. Because regardless of what they ask him, they immediately cut him down. We don't want your opinion. Your opinion doesn't matter. Okay, which way do we go?
0: Hmm. Good point.
3: Matter, he's He's basically a living map, so that's all they want him. Okay, so then we're forced (laughs) to
0: conclude that he really is necessary.
3: He's like Siri,
0: you know, which (laughs) direction do I go? (laughs) (laughs) Like, but like a sarcastic, witty, yeah. But don't
3: tell me, don't tell me there's a wreck up ahead, just tell me which way to go, right? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Oh, I want him as my Siri, I want him as my navigation system.
0: Well, that's interesting.
1: Well, and having Negan there to direct everyone is faster than having to stop and check the map every. However, often they need to because
0: they need to get there as fast as possible, or they're trying sure. to get there as fast as possible. But which is actually more prompted by Maggie than anybody else. Like they're perfectly, they have a week to do this, and Egan's asking for six hours until the rain passes. Now, is what he's saying completely yeah. sensible? And there seems to be like a like an urgency from the beginning of the episode, right after the big Mission Impossible scene, which we'll we'll double back towards. It's not that crazy relevant, but it is pretty good eye candy. Well,
3: she knew those bodies were down there. She knew that because she said they were from the fall. Yeah, how would
1: she know so, that if she didn't know about them ahead of time? Mm-hmm.
0: Right, right. I thought the same thing. All right, so we're going to talk
4: about that now. <laughs> okay, no, but group. that's... And if those bodies were like 12 years old, there's no way they would still look like that.
3: And the obese? They'd be bones. One.
4: Well, yeah, there's no way they would the... just be all... Well, Especially if it flooded all the time. If that tunnel flooded all the time, those bodies would not look like that. They'd just be they'd be rotted away. Everywhere. And, like, they were it rotted, but everywhere. most of them were, like, whole. They had, they had like, bubbles and stuff on them, but none <laughs> of them were, like, rotted away.
3: No. No, exactly.
0: Well, I mean, I, well, hey, let's think about this for a second because, number one, they were in plastic bags tied around the neck. Um, so, of course, some waters, they're not airtight, but, of course, some water's gonna get in. But you know, they so would've
4: you, floated down that damn tunnel if it had flooded. Well, maybe that's why they were all at the end of the tunnel. Right. Water, because they floated down It there. sounds
0: like they were, like, near a junction, so they couldn't kind of wrap around the corner they sort kind of, of just where stop where there they ended up yeah up together yeah which i've seen and this is just from my experience you know meg may know i don't know but like in the subway tunnel that's kind of how things shake out you know like you kind of see a pattern after all because we've had flooded tunnels too before you know and especially around super storm sandy stronger than storm um you know we got to see a lot of that too
2: basically you got a free pool yeah
0: <laughs> exactly Oh my gosh. and they're stuck at the bottom and which is probably near a drainage too some sort of drainage so that's probably where they kind of ended up maybe Converged. but but on the note of them being like bones and stuff like that i don't think so and we've seen in the past like how like okay we're 12 years ahead and even and this is the, the intelligence of the show even in okay. a facility at the beginning of this episode where you know these people were there at the fall you want to talk about Comparing and parallels and comparisons, Maggie says these people in the subway tunnel are from the fall. But we know for, I think it's pretty much concluded as a fact, that we know that the people at Fort Connors, in the beginning of this episode, were most likely there from the fall. We know that from the knowing looks that Carol gives to Maggie at the beginning, the caked dust on everything for so long
3: but i thought the fall maggie was referring to in the subway was meridian
0: no no i think she's oh, sh- i think she's like, referring to the fall fall like the zombie yeah. fall
3: oh i was thinking it was meridian and that the reapers had put everybody down there. oh so you were thinking those were
1: meridian civilians i thought they were from her fall oh, and her well i'm th-
0: I, the reason why only reason why i don't the think that,
1: would make more sense
0: <laughs> yeah but I'm thinking it's yeah. not that, only because of what Negan's reaction is. Are you sure these right. are from the fall? Are you, sure, are you sure these are from the fall? Come yeah. on, Maggie, are I, you sure?
1: I also assume she meant, like, from the beginning of the apocalypse. Yeah,
0: yeah.
4: But yeah. I
1: didn't even think about Meridian civilians.
4: No, I mean... But she would have recognized people from Meridian. Yeah. It's true.
2: As much as I love Maggie, she's got some secrets. Yeah, that... Well, I'll just you
3: know, leave it at that. The thing is, is that I don't think they looked at any of them except for that first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when Daryl said the throat's been slit almost to the decapitation. That's why we didn't make any sound. And I don't think they went and looked. I just think they went through and started piking everybody.
2: What are the odds that maybe it was another community that they didn't know of? Like, these are, like, the it was from the Reapers. Like, the Reapers could have attacked these people. because weren't really, quote-unquote, from the fall, like Maggie initially stated. What if they're members from another community and they wind up finding food that way?
0: Wait, wait, wait. Which people are we talking about?
2: The people in the tunnel. Okay. The ones in okay. the bags.
0: So, okay. So, because this is something I had thought maybe of as well. I am I, not really hard okay. in the pain about this idea, but the yeah. concept of Maggie knows these people and it's because they, she and her people pulled a satellite station on them. These are the people she pulled a satellite station on.
3: Oh, that's smart. Remember when she first came back, they asked her about her going off with of Georgie. We tried to establish several different communities, and for whatever reason, they would fall apart.
0: Right, right.
3: And so, quote-unquote, why is this pope got her pay? So I've, I'm kind of like you. I think she pulled a Negan and wiped out a group to try to, you know— Take over their deal. Maybe that's who they are.
0: I had another thought though, Mm -hmm. as I was having this thought, which was. A thought on a thought. And and Maggie, Maggie, you'll like this especially. Not because, I mean, look, for all my defenses, Maggie, I had this thought. I'm not committed to it. Just like I wasn't very committed to the last one. But what if Maggie, Duncan, and all those people? were the Reapers.
2: I thought of that, too.
0: And they had a schism of some kind. Meaning, like, you know, uh, they they kind of broke apart. Like, you know, like, Morgan and Victor, they formed <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not gonna get into that. But, like, they, they were once a, a whole community that actually kind of worked. And then one person had ideas, and the other person had ideas, Maggie, and said, nah, this is a bridge too far. Like, we've been murdering people left and right, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, enough <laughs> is enough. And the guy goes, and the Pope, you know, Pope Mark you. Like, <laughs> that I had to do it once this episode before we moved moved on. Yeah, um, but, but that guy who who's who's been revealed, you know, in, in some of the uh, post production photos um
1: oh, i'm so mad about that i can't even oh yeah i can't even i can't even
0: well what is it that makes you <laughs> mad about it so let's talk about that this. they
1: revealed who it was i wanted to keep theorizing i wanted to come up with so many wrong answers it was just ludicrous by the time they showed us this person we had no idea
2: i just wanted to keep guessing mm-hmm. and now i can't keep guessing well, <laughs> mm-hmm. so remember with fear they said if madison stayed on she would have turned into the ultimate big bad uh, I did hear that theory. Yeah. Okay. They've they've talked about that theory for years.
3: What if they did something like that with Maggie?
2: I can
0: yeah. see that. I mean, That's interesting.
3: I think you know we always bash Carol for her. <laughs> <laughs> who bashes Carol? I'm sorry. Oh, oh girl. <laughs> oh, you yeah. talk about I, bear
0: let, the bear with let, me.
3: You poked let, the bear let, here.
0: Let's let, let finish this there, the there are
3: people who bash Carol for her recklessness because she was so focused on her revenge against Alpha that it, you know, she would do things that put the group in jeopardy. And of all the, I mean, Maggie suffered a lot in this series you know her her dad her brother her husband her mom you know everybody so maybe this is you know glenn's death it just it tricked her it tricked her you know it made her a deadly woman and she is becoming that which she detested the most she is maybe worse She's becoming Negan. yeah
0: or or worse i
3: I
1: Elise, I completely agree with you and and the line that Maggie says to Negan about uh, you know the woman who left six years ago she's the only reason you're alive and I and for a split second I had like a thousand thoughts in my head right and I'm like wouldn't the woman six years ago just blast him and I'm like oh wait no because the last time she saw him he was a pathetic sobbing puddle of mess mm-hmm. I mean she was just like Pugh
0: you're already dead yeah, yeah you're
1: already dead so then I remembered that woman
0: and then it makes you think of Sherry because Sherry couldn't stop right Sherry like when we saw got to see Sherry over the course of several episodes like just fobbing out, like just saying no Dwight I can't be happy I got shit to do but it was like this thing she would never be able to achieve. Not only because we know what ends up happening. That he ends up being in jail. Because they don't know the end of all that war. Not really. Mm-hmm. Dwight does. But, you know, for her, it's still not over. I escaped and I just kept running. Right? Yeah. So you get a taste of what Maggie could have been like. But with bigger stakes. Like, cause she, Because knowing Dwight is alive is a whole other story. Like, if Dwight had been brutally murdered by... Negan would be a whole of the story. And now we have Maggie. Now, So now take Sherry's feelings and transplant them to Maggie and then add it 10 million times. You have a twisted better picture of like, what would Maggie become as a result of this? What now? I mean,
3: she is, she is becoming that which she
0: despised. And maybe worse because it may it's be worse. a grief that's never quelched like even seeing negan being pathetic it's kind of like well where do, where do, what happens to me now where do all these feelings go cuz the second la- not a few episodes later later which is like not even a few hours later we lose Rick, and Maggie goes away, and she's forced to put all these feelings and stuff them down. You know, she has Herschel, which she's had Herschel. and
3: and you never recover from that. I mean, even when you know when they finally got rid of the horde, and Daryl asked Carol, you know, did you get what you want? Are you talking about like post
0: Alpha, the whispers and the yeah, Whisper Horde? Right? I mean,
3: you, you don't you don't. There is, and that is so reflective of real life. You know, when you think about parents who go after people who have murdered their children or or things like that. We think vengeance and we think revenge is the answer, but it never satisfies that dark space. And Riddick probably had the most peace with Negan when he said, my mercy prevails over my wrath. He forgave him and he was able to release that. And all Maggie has let it do is fester. Mm And Carol had it. But, and that's what's
0: interesting about season nine, uh, too, because Rick actually basically tells Carol this. It, of all people, Carol, he goes, I, I think about killing him every morning when I wake up. I think about killing Negan mm-hmm. every morning. And then I remember, and I remember. And then he goes through the steps, yeah. like a oh, Carl, his idea, why he died, why he chose to do things the way he did but near the end, what it's all for. I do
3: think Maggie's character, her art in her in the story Will somehow be the catalyst that is the demise for several of our characters as part Ooh. of the ending, because we know we're going to lose a lot of people
0: because we're dragging in her because reapers into this. Her, story. Like regardless of what we think might in happen, her
3: reapers and you know she made the comment to come at night, and by the time you know you're there, they're there you're dead.
0: So kind of like I, whom, by the way? I just want yeah. to drop that pin.
3: Sounds like CRM.
0: Right. It's exactly what I said, and exactly the way yeah. I said it. So they're watching us. Okay, yeah. okay. so yes, but I go think, on. I
3: think she will be I think her anger, her vengeance is going to become as reckless is going to become more reckless than Carol's. And it's gonna wind up costing the lives of many of our people.
1: Well, we can we can kinda of compare right now their their tracks, right? I mean, Carol I can admit Carol did Sort of go crazy there for a minute.
2: (laughs) It was that pause that got me. Just for a single minute. Just for a minute.
1: (laughs) She she lost perspective for a minute. I and I can admit that. But however, (laughs) she never let me let me phrase this so that I don't cause an outrage here. She never asked anyone to help her pursue this. She did it on her own, and everyone chose to follow after her. Maggie is recruiting people to go on these missions. She is asking people to volunteer their lives for this.
0: Mm. And I don't, I don't... Like, Maggie's like the worst of Rick and Carol. Carol never... Like, right? Yeah.
3: Carol yeah. never intentionally set out to to do harm to anyone in the group, of, except Alpha. Except for Alpha, but she did yeah.
2: recruit Negan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she didn't care
1: if he died. I don't think. And, <laughs> but
0: still, and I think she that was like a, he was the one to pull it off. <laughs> right. And I will say this yeah. much: like I think it was understood that like Negan understood like okay, this is the risk. This is the path to redemption. I, I'm accepting the this is well actually. Now you that,
1: might not make it out alive. Now, now, but
0: now that Meg mentions this, and this is a very important point. That he that he was the only one she she let in on what she wanted to do. He was the only one, Negan, and like he like signed a waiver. In in essence, and everybody else no i mean yeah. she never asked them to join that is true but while they were there she did not care about the consequences like did you, you know i mean like odd. as long as they were in her orbit she was like fuck this i'm going after this bitch <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like,
3: didn't you think it was odd that carol did not volunteer to go with maggie
0: yeah i you know, i was gonna bring that up i was like note the people that didn't go and, and Carol, that was the Carol first on my list.
3: Looked, Carol looked like she was almost in tears, like she wanted to say, "Don't do this. This is not what you need to be doing." Because she's always the first right there with Daryl. Let's go do it. Let's go do it. And but and, in, in that
0: moment, do you think she got it? Like she understood fully, like what I it looked like from the other saw, side.
3: I think she saw herself in mm-hmm. Maggie but to a higher degree.
0: Right. Well, I mean, when, when you're when you forced to face your bubble or your mirror, uh, that's that's when the, 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 the mirror starts to crack, like maybe even cracks completely. I, I was wondering what that meant, having her not be there.
1: The only thing I can think of is, is Aaron made a point to say that um, Alexandria needed to be better defended. You know, the walls need to be built back up and... So uh, maybe Carol thought she could be of better use defending Alexandria.
0: Or oh, that maybe this was best for her and maybe she still hasn't fully recovered. Could be.
1: Possibly. I like what Elisa's saying though. That makes a lot of sense. She's seeing she's seeing herself in it Maggie. And her. and for the first time she's
2: seeing it from the outside. Yeah. And mm-hmm. probably scares mm-hmm. her, maybe. And maybe Carol is kind of pulling a Nick Clark in a sense. Nick didn't want to leave the stadium. Mm-hmm. So with Carol mm-hmm. staying behind, she realized the consequences of all her actions last season. She could mm-hmm. want to stay, like, you know what? I got to prove my, you know, even though we know how crazy, how crazy, listen to me, how good she is and how good of a fighter she is. And yes, she is crazy, <laughs> even though I love her um good crazy good crazy but she may feel like she (laughs) has to prove herself maybe not to others but prove herself to herself to be like i gotta get back to how i was staying here is gonna help me do. well
0: i mean you're immediately disproven because of the prior scene because she was in that fort connor's though so i mean
3: True. Yeah, and, and she stayed back at Fort Connors. when everybody left. She's like, "Oh, I gotta go." There's another box. Yeah, you know, she's true.
0: putting herself at risk again. But you, you know what? This is going to be. I think what what from our conversation, I'm feeling a repeating theme, which is n- the inability. And I don't blame anybody for this, but the inability for people to move past their grief. You know that no matter how hard we try, it's a tangible and and, and indelible thing. It's 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 a tattoo that won't go away it may fade over time the colors may not be as bright you know over time we gain and lose weight our skin shrinks that all this stuff but it's still there you know it's something that's not going away but you see this why i bring this up now is because of two things one what we just brought up now which is we can't forget what happened to Carol in her pursuit. And now we get to see that again with Maggie in a different circumstance. And those things do deal with loss Henry being one of them, Glenn being another one of them, and it never going away. And possibly what ends up happening to all the people she loses in all these other communities. Assuming how much of that is true, of course, whatever. But then we go back to Negan, right? Try as you might, you even see Daryl at some point going, well, you think we're buddies now? But like, cause it's, it's, it's hard to forget that this guy ruled a community. He did what he did. Yes, he did what he did because of it. But he he did some shitty things that, no matter what the reason, were horrible.
3: But our people do shitty things. <laughs> Shut I've your always, mouth! Have, I'm
0: kidding. <laughs> I have
3: always said from the beginning that if we had started watching this series with the Saviors, that we would have seen Rick's group as the villains. Yeah, I've said that for years. The, sh- the show has been has been slowly
0: Absolutely. moving in the direction of trying to. If you can't completely superimpose that image, at least as close as possible possible to like okay well you know you may not have liked his methods but you know had this been yeah, okay. from his and point I think of we,
3: view. Have do, we have to we to do we have to do that with every with almost every community i still think that they're i still think alpha was bitch crazy um but it worked but it worked for she our was, group. Right, even as, the as it did
0: for negan's group yeah but even before the fall yeah
3: it worked and then yeah. you know you had the governor um and now we've got governor number 2 governor junior at the commonwealth coming up so you know, it, it is. It's very hard for us to separate our love for our group when we see what others do. But at the same time, if you step back and you go, if I have been watching these from the beginning, I get it. I understand. I think with Maggie, yes, she is being reckless but she is being exponentially more reckless than carol ever did i really don't think carol ever like like rachel said carol went out and did shit on her own people followed her that's their own shit you know but here she is saying let's go i want everybody to come with me and this is just the beginning this is just the beginning we don't know where else (laughs) she's going to take us. even her 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 react her
1: reaction to what happens to gauge like she's like all right just pay more attention now like she was just unsafe. And again, and
4: nobody, <laughs> nobody helped Negan no. when he was fighting that no, big, not one monster, bulky Walker to save Gage. Not one person came to help him. They all just stood there and watched. And him. Nobody, same thing. Nobody even ran so to help Gage, went back but for Negan. The same thing when Negan went back for Judith.
3: Nobody else went to look for Gage, mm-hmm. time but Negan. Mm-hmm. And right, nobody right. else went to help Gage, but Negan.
0: Can we talk again? Which is, and again, this is probably why they're billing him as the redeemed one <laughs> in the billboards, uh, in the key art, whatever. Um, and maybe billboards. I don't know. I don't get outside much uh, when it comes to Gage. <laughs> specifically if you don't recall the beginning of season 10 you had lydia being bullied by gage and negan yeah. rushing in to push him aside and the uh highway, highway, men, the, highway or the highway woman, woman, woman man uh yeah. who, who dies as a result i mean you know accidentally obviously but mm-hmm. gage being the big proponent of, of one of the big proponents of bullying uh i was not say cassidy uh be, yeah. bullying lydia and protecting her <laughs> and the irony of him stepping in immediately to help out gage Says a lot about his character. I mean, and in that he doesn't play favorites. You know, even though it was Lydia and he was very protective of Lydia, it, it's supposed to send a message: we don't kill kids. I don't kill kids. And not only well, that, I love he kids.
3: Were, he was a high school PE teacher.
0: Instinctually, so he, has,
3: mm-hmm. he has an immediate connection to mm-hmm. the younger. Um, and I really think his relationship with Lydia and his relationship with Judith were part of his transformation and helped him kind of reconnect with the negan smith that he used to be but there is that underlying connection as a as a school teacher that takes him to to the kids
0: this brings me to two specific points that i kind of want to bring up which does reinforce your theory about maggie being worse turning into a monster worse than negan right possibly again and i'm gonna roll all of this back just that's how i roll but until that time I I want to bring up the fact that it must not be a coincidence that we had this Here's Negan episodes because, you know, we're seeing the perspective of Negan that that saves Judith and Dog. Let's not forget forget Dog or Dog saves him or, you know, however you want to look at it. Um, (laughs) But you see that, which, you know, okay, Negan stepping in, although messy, saving Hilltop, essentially, sort of, Uh, saving our people, uh, saving Gage. Okay, so we're getting a Negan that's going one way and a Maggie that may be going the other way. You know, we are, this is the ships in the night episode where we see things shift. Now, yes, we do have that Negan be Neganing moment, but then given all we know (laughs) and given the fact that it may be true that may, that maybe that's maybe Maggie is just doing what Sherry would have had she returned, you know, that sort of thing. It it may not be like Negan is still who he is. Like, like if somebody's coming after to kill me, I am not going to sit idly by, but it may be possible. It may be possible. Now I want to bring that up. And now I'm going to, I'm going to roll all this back because we don't know. We just don't know. And I'm going to say this much. You're right. Maybe Maggie is stating this for us more than it is for Negan, that the the woman that left six years ago or more, again, this is 12 years after the apocalypse, not just 10. We learned that from here's Negan. Um, I know, I know. Let's not fight about this (laughs) timelines. But um, (laughs) what we find out is that, yes, she may not be the woman who left six years ago. However... What that woman was also was a very successful leader. I mean, you're talking about a Rick who's begging hilltop to send some supplies say what you want about her butting heads with rick you can't fault maggie for just wanting to take care of her people and then make them thrive and you have to remember see thomas howell the who's actually called in the, the character his name is called roy he was of the kingdom we met him in season nine uh you know he was like uh rosita Espinosa. you know like announcing her like weird anyway Still funny as shit, but hey, he's here and he is in the credits in the beginning of these episodes now. So it's I'm 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 in for it. He remembers.
3: He grabs their shit and runs away. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> smart. Okay, smart. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Oh Goodbye. <laughs> Anyways, getting to the point though, um, he knows Maggie, or at least that Maggie. Yeah. So he can tell everybody the tales of of this successful leader and and how as a result, Hilltop must have grown not only in size, but in numbers. This is like an argument I had with somebody else. Like, why why would the whisperers attack Hilltop? like, well, Hilltop was the successful colony out of beating Alexandria by a mile, like way ahead of its time. So of course they're gonna attack Hilltop.
3: Why not? I really wish Carol hadn't told Maggie that Negan was there at the attack of Hilltop because I think that just drove another knife into Maggie, you know, when she saw Hilltop ruined, and Carol said, you know, you should know he was there that night. But um, she,
0: she also said in the same breath that had it not been for him, we, would've we would've all would we all been dead.
1: I think Carol yeah, did that so. so that she, she just needed to be honest with Maggie. She needed to get it all she off her, her chest. She needed to say, her here's to what, her. what, yeah, here's what happened. I don't want to leave anything out yeah i i think that was her just sort of clearing
2: her conscience but also think of what would happen if maggie came back and that was she had no idea negan was still there yeah and her first time knowing was when she sees him so in a way i feel like carol kind of did her a favor i was like you know what just a heads up (laughs) this is all the shit that's gone down oh by the way but because think about it Think about it if you were going to a party and somebody was there that cheated or, like, your ex cheated on you with this person, for example. I know it's not the same realm. <laughs> Wouldn't you want a heads up that they're going to be there? Yeah, because then yeah. I'd stay, I know I then I could stay home. <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, I mean, no cell phones in the apocalypse, so too late now. <laughs> yeah. There's no home to too go back now. to, Maggie, No, that's That's a good
1: point, though, Mag, You know, giving M- Maggie a heads up, like, hey, you know, just...
3: He's still here.
0: (laughs) And he's out. We unleashed the Negan. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, actually, so what I wanted to kind of bring it back to with bringing up C. Thomas Howell's character, Roy was going kind of back to the beginning of the episode, where we see this borderline Mission Impossible meets Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of scene, which brought me to season nine. The beginning of season nine was filmed a similar heist sort of sequence where they're in this museum trying to get some of this old technology to build this key to the future for mostly, I think it was Maggie and a little bit of Alexandria, but at the same time, no, 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 sorry. That was for Alexandria and the kingdom, I suppose because they're doing shitty. <laughs> but...
4: That was a good episode, though. Yeah, no. They gave it all to the saviors. They gave uh, they gave all the seeds and yes. stuff to the saviors because the sanctuary was failing. So, um... And then they kept the plow... The plow broke. Yeah. When, it, when they were attacked by walkers, the plow fell off the back of the wagon and was broken. Right. And that's how they ended up letting Earl out of to jail to blacksmith the plow. Oh, that, that episode was actually all about Maggie becoming a better leader because, um... Or it might not have been that, or it might have been the one after that. But because she wasn't going to let Earl out, she was going to keep Earl in jail, you know, indefinitely. And she would rather I mean, let everybody they, they she would rather everybody have to scrounge for gas to run the tractor than let Earl out of the jail to fix the plow.
2: It's yeah. funny, Dave so. and I just had a conversation about Maggie being the bigger, the better leader <laughs> than Rick. So it's funny that you said that. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. So, but yeah, at the end she was like, "Well, I I found this solution. I'll let Earl out under supervision." So he can work on stuff, you know, instead of just keeping him in. Because and you know, she just executed um, Gregory. Um, Gregory, yeah, yeah. But
3: he was, I mean, and Earl was the only blacksmith,
4: and you know,
3: but he yeah. was a drunk. Well, so he was, yeah. he
0: was the the um, analogy of you know cutting your nose to spite your face. She's not willing to do that, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Whereas, I mean, I could easily see is <laughs> me saying. I I can easily see Rick maybe doing that, cutting off his nose to to spite his cutting off someone else's nose to spite his own face. (laughs) I suppose. Well,
3: and that's what they all thought he did. That's why Maggie powwowed with Jesus and Daryl at Hilltop because they thought he had done that by keeping Negan alive. That he, you know, that he's a weak leader now
0: by doing that. While meanwhile, it was supposed to be like more of a long term kind of solution meaning the more people see that we can live justly the Mm -hmm. you know at least it might not be perfect look but we got the saviors we have them on our team you know we're not willing to we're showing them that we're bet we can live a better way and so unfortunately that promise didn't kind of quite turn out to fruition for them unfortunately it seems like what did you guys think about uh eugene's group okay yes flipping back to this to the commonwealth (laughs) realm Princess was
4: one of my favorite segments of the show. Princess picking out all the stuff with the soldiers and and Maggie and, uh, Maggie and Negan were my two <laughs>
0: favorite parts of the episode. Wait, can we talk about that for a second? Because, okay, 10C, you have this princess episode. She's losing her fucking marbles. However, what a stark contrast between princess in this episode versus the princess in the last episode. And I wanted to bring this up because at the beginning of this episode, you had kind of like a previously, right? To catch you up a little bit. Do you remember the CRM soldier that says... Hands in the air. Okay, so he says it normally in the beginning of this previously, right? But do you remember? Do you remember just like at the end of ten sixteen, I think it was, when you finally do see the common soldiers for the first time, it was in a register deeper, or at least the ten C episode in Princess's recollection, it was much deeper register. Do you remember it being hands in the air? Scarier right? to her. Right. I wanted to yep. go back to that yeah. because cuz it's reinforcing a theory that we had about Yeah,
1: the whole thing, who, really.
0: The whole thing really, but specifically about Lance Hornsby, but like Lance, yeah. But then you realize it's in her head it's much scarier and darker and grosser and even like words that she's probably hearing, like having them strip strip search her and all that stuff like that or st- strip shower or delousing her or whatever it is and making her watch and getting their rocks off and then the the fake Lance Hornsby saying bitch like that sort of thing which kind of brings me back to the deadbeat and you know deadbeat number one or lying asshole number two that which she says in the episode I say all of this to say what a difference (laughs) What a difference between our perceptions of them before, from Princess's point of view, which reinforces the theory we had, to this episode, where she's got the run of the table. She just knows exactly what's going on. At least it seems that way. Or
3: maybe she's like a female Negan on Ritalin. (laughs) I mean, for all of her crazy, she is so absolute attuned to everything around her. And maybe she has always been that way, very hyper-vigilant, and maybe the, I don't know if she was like that always, or if this is something that is post-apocalyptic, because, you know, she was alone, except for her little zombie dress-up doll. And so she did this hyper-awareness and hyper-vigilance of everything around her occur cause of that isolation but it was it was hilarious it was just like well he's they're having sex and (laughs) and everybody's like what you know uh, going with what uh lisa was
2: saying as somebody with massive adhd you pick up on everything And you, so kind of like what Princess was doing, it made it sound like high school gossip, but she was, I feel like she had like a massive case of ADHD even before the fall or before the apocalypse, quote unquote. And it helped her with the apocalypse and being alone, it really helped her hone in on those skills. So now when she's really stepping up to the plate.
1: When we recorded for Splinter, um, we had kind of asked ourselves, is any of this really happening like are these interviews that princess is having even happening and after watching this episode i th- i'm ready to say no they didn't happen she that that was all imagined in splinter yeah. yeah this is the real interview but what we saw in splinter didn't happen
0: like completely didn't happen right right i i'm not one i'm like 99 98 of the way there part of me thinks there's still like this there's like, you know, when somebody tells you a lie, there's a kernel of truth, yeah. right? I'm, I've still got that. i still <laughs> got that. Like, it, it, some of this must have been real in some way. Has to be a little bit real, maybe.
1: Well, think about the room she was in and the people that were in there. And then compare that to the actual interviews that we see. Completely different room, completely different structure. It was well lit. Mercer was there listening in. There were two officials interviewing her, not Lance at all. Lance wasn't not- even there
0: not lance hornsby in small small armor right now
1: (laughs) what's weird is that she knew who lance was if she i mean if she imagined him she would have had to know who he is
0: was that said out loud but this is this is the question because maybe we're making assumptions about him being lance hornsby or was it said was it said in the 10c episode
1: did he introduce himself maybe i'm assuming he did and he didn't
0: i'm i'm asking because i don't know (laughs) or i don't remember rather now
1: i'm questioning uh, my own memory
0: this is the genius of this episode though because i'm getting the
1: comic book mixed in with the episode
0: (laughs) that's exactly why it's genius because you're sitting there you're you know in your head you know oh that's lance hornsby that's right it has to be lance hornsby (laughs) right but it's not
1: might not yeah and
0: i will take Mm -hmm. a wager Mm -hmm. that if you do watch that episode again nowhere in that episode does it say that he's lance hornsby however the reason here's the linchpin. here's why you wouldn't be faulted for thinking that Because not only was assumed by us, it was assumed by uh, I think it was the credits or something in the, in like maybe Wikipedia or something like. Because I know many sources uh, called that actor Lance Hornsby. Okay. So fuck those people <laughs> <laughs> for making assumptions. But I'm glad they did because it really fucked with you, didn't it? Well, and you know what yeah. I you know you know I like more than anything else when something fucks with me. <laughs> I mean let's let's face it like sometimes you like sometimes you want that fake out and here's this yeah. is kind of what I'm this is what I'm leading to next is um
1: I love it when they trick me.
0: There's the obvious fake out of Maggie probably being alive in the next episode, right? But we talked about this one theory on the side. I think I don't know if it was during 10C or something else. But we talked about the possibility of Maggie dying and what what the consequences of that would be. And how we could get the road of having shitty Herschel be like a ward of Negan, let's say, and and having that be the dark path that, that shitty Herschel takes because he's Negan's ward, the try as you might trying to raise Herschel the right way ending up going the wrong way because it's Negan, or maybe because of the circumstances of which Maggie dies, or maybe the circumstances of which Herschel finds out about Negan, oh. you know, that sort of thing. Like, right, this is what I was trying to say originally until I said, what if Negan raises Herschel? Just well, cold cocking you with that.
3: I think Negan will die trying to save Herschel. Oh, wow. Naturally. As- Last act of redemption yeah. to say, I'm sorry. That might do it. But I don't but Maggie's not, not dead. <laughs> and I say that because we've seen all the promos for this season and she's in many more episodes because Negan is so connected to children. I think that something is going to happen where Herschel is in some kind of danger. And I, I can, I can foretell that that's something that Negan would do. That's that that was my reasoning,
0: by the way, that was why I reasoned and rationed rationale that I, that concept, because Negan would have to do something extraordinary, extraordinarily, um, selfless and specifically for Herschel. And then my theory was he does that. Maggie looks at him at least a little bit differently. And then eventually just like in the next second breath or next episode dies. Mm-hmm. And then and then shitty Herschel uh trajectory. You know <laughs> which I, is, I haven't seen the comic books, but I've heard that he's a shitty piece of shit. So
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's know. when he that's when he grows up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like
1: like an adult. Um I was just sitting here thinking Maggie's down in the tunnels with all of her people. Who's watching Herschel? I hope she didn't leave him with K- <laughs> Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jerry, because Jerry's oh. still at uh Jerry oh, still Jerry's yes. still in the room? Okay, he's oh, supervision. Oh, there we go. Right. And he's got kids. Herschel can play with Jerry's kids. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Jerry is the government appointed supervisor. For
1: yeah. Carol. Wow. Do not leave <laughs> your kids with Carol.
0: <laughs> Yeah, a lot no. of people have been doing no. the uh, the uh, Carol Negan. Like, there's that little nudge now with the Carol Negan ship. I, saying, I, I'm, nope. I said,
3: nope, I'm so not get out here I one of here with that. I wanted them to ask Jeffrey Dane is, if he could ship Negan with anyone, a past or a current character, who would he ship Negan with?
0: You know, and uh, keep that in mind, everybody. Keep that in mind as 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 your, your Carol I, dreams crash on the rocks.
3: <laughs> I would hope he would say Lucille. <laughs> well,. I mean, uh, I mean I, yeah, but i gross. he had a whole lot of wives at Sanctuary, so it's a far <laughs> stretch. But I could just see him and Maggie having angry
0: sex, you know? You know
2: <laughs> Why does that give me Buffer the Vampire Slayer vibes?
0: Aliza says what like I've Batman. been thinking but would never say.
3: But he, okay. had, he and Carol would be phenomenal together. Oh, yeah. That would be another Powerhouse
0: Woods episode for me. Oh my god, those subway tunnels will collapse under the weight of their sexy time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and on that note, no.
4: Good
0: night, so everybody.
2: Happy- Guys, <laughs> <Good laughs>
4: <here. laughs> fine. If Carol goes with Negan, then that means Daryl goes with Maggie.
0: Ooh, Ew. that feels weird, doesn't it? Ew. <laughs>
5: Ew.
0: like a brother sister kind of thing. <clears throat>
1: no he's the reason glenn's dead <laughs>
0: oh things still hurt but i, it will, I like it the will ki-
1: always hurt
0: yeah well for us i mean maggie seems to be okay really you know she you think sees, that's okay she's she all the pain that he, <laughs> well i mean you know not it's not me it's maggie it's i'm not saying the things i'm not doing the things maggie made it clear to two occasions that like daryl is not at fault for glenn's death. yeah very clear so i'm not i'm not touching that
1: (laughs) maggie can forgive him all she wants (laughs) that's cool good for you maggie you're a bigger person
0: but (laughs) you know what i wanted to touch on what rachel just said because i'm reiterating a point That is going to be a repeating theme throughout the season. We as viewers sometimes have this thing where we expect our characters, listen, and who can blame us? We want our characters to be good people, right? Essentially, at the end of the day, right? You've said this a lot, Rachel.
1: Yeah, yes. Um, we,
0: we, We almost intrinsically expect it. However, it's becoming clear that, like, our characters are exhibiting the the hard-to-get-over emotions and feelings and memories of things past, and it's not as easy. The, the show is going to show us that, thing, and this is what I liked about The Walking Dead to begin with, is that stop expecting your protagonists to be these altruistic, virtuous people. They're not. You, but will get you to, to a point where you're not going to be able to blame them because of things that have happened. And I think this is a new version of telling that tale, because now we're at the other end of the story. You know, like, we started off a story one way, you know, people absconding with their past and becoming this new thing, this the real them. Maybe this goes back to what we were saying before about Maggie. Maybe this is the real her. Maybe this is the her that she was meant to be. Glenn's death being a part of that. But then now we're on the other side of the story, knowing the story, at least this segment of the story is ending. We're on the other side of that with all these experiences in between. So it's not just enough to know what we will become and who we become, but what's happened to get there, right? So now we're at the other end of that, knowing that, okay, there's a lot of regret, there's a lot of mourn, there's a lot of mourning, there's a lot of loss. So we have to deal with that now. And this is stuff we've seen. And not just implied past stuff from before, which we never get to see, which I'm all for. But (laughs) but
3: that is reality. We all go through a metamorphosis through, you know, at different stages in our life. We are not as we were two years ago. Or events that have happened to us. And so there is that constant metamorphosis happening. And, you know, we loved Maggie when she and Glenn were together on Kershaw's farm. We cried with Maggie when Glenn died. And so, and now we're like, oh, you hooty do You know, we're, we're we don't we like maybe. Um, But that, that's, that's life,
0: you know. This is, this is why I kind of wanted to roll it back <laughs> because I'm not ready to go to... I, it's good that we kind of get it out there. Like, okay, here's my theory. Here's that... I don't know how much I stand behind that theory, but here it is. Here's is what I might think. This is where... Cool thing where this could go. Is June the ultimate villain of Fear the Walking Dead? Well, apparently not, but we had to get it out there. We had to get it out there, right? I say all this because I did, I, I like that we brought back the fact that Maggie was a... Right, Meg? a <laughs> super capable leader, perhaps mm-hmm. even better than Rick. As even Rick himself at uh, season four prison, where he said, yeah. someday we'll follow yeah. you. I think it was. Yeah. So it, it is sort of like, it's turning out sort of like lori's promise to carl about him beating this world it's sort of turning out like that but listen i'm not ready to go there we know what we know and then we suspect what we suspect like we know what we should know and that maggie was a truly capable leader
3: and if we've learned anything from the walking dead is is don't predict anything yes
0: Yes. that's exactly where i'm going next do you know what you sound like right now
2: i said what i said
0: i said what i said (laughs) say it (laughs) with your chest (laughs) Exactly. yeah exactly i said what i said (laughs) I mean, you can't forget about these things, though, too. You can't forget about the past. You know, as much as the sh- and this, this is, well, what do we always say? The show is trying to lead you down the path that Maggie's being shady. Maggie's saying shady things. But what did I say on BM? What did I say on, wait, now I have to say this right, because they just rebranded. Literally, our friends of the podcast just rebranded their podcast. Chris from BMNY, formerly BMNY Deadcast, is now Chris from Beauty God, and the says, Beasts. Right, Beauty and the Beasts. Okay, Beauty and the Beasts, which is friend of the podcast, Renee Hansen, who is now editor nice. who is now editor of Undead Walking. Ooh, awesome. Okay, that segment awesome, of Fan Sighted. Okay, Chris uh, and Ryan are now like managers at their day job, uh, their respective day jobs. Uh, and they have a little bit more time to do this thing. I just, I literally stepped off uh watching them meg and i were both watching uh them do their first inaugural rebrand reboot live stream as beauty and the beasts i'm actually
2: talking to chris right now
0: (laughs) get the fuck up fire you you're fired okay i told (laughs) chris Chris to hop on
2: i I love chris okay
0: (laughs) i told chris (laughs) to hop on too if he had if he has the chance i don't know when he got off his live stream but like um, 20
2: minutes after we started so in the chat some people were saying how much they hate maggie it's like hate 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 i and dave and i were pretty much the only two that were saying you know that we really like maggie and dave said the unthinkable i didn't think anybody would say that they he thought maggie was the better leader than rick could be a better leader than rick i know there's going to be some comments on this (laughs) i am anti-rick Ooh. I have been anti-Rick since season one. Um, I disavow! Like I, was... I disavow! <laughs> abort, wait, wait, wait. No, no, okay. No, this I'm part's kidding. all me. I'm kidding. Um kidding. So pretty much, like, I was saying, like, I thought Shane would have been a better leader. Now, I think Maggie would have been a better leader. So, we'll we'll talk about that another day. Um, <laughs> yes. But, where was I even going with this? About Maggie being the
0: <laughs> superior leader to Rick?
2: Yeah, basically, I think, you know, she <laughs> started really proving herself with Hilltop. I felt like that was kind of, like, her baby. And, you know, that was her, like, uh like a uh, internship like hey you do good in this you know you get to, you get to advance <laughs> and she proved it and she advanced and now who the fuck knows what's going to happen but she's got to get off that downward spiral well yeah
0: and that, that's the thing like it, season 9 was supposed to illustrate that Maggie didn't need Rick's permission I've got my own thing. I mean, if if you're not going to give it to me, I'm just going to take it. So here's hilltop. That's my domain. That's your domain. Let's just, you know, peaceful divorce kind of thing. So it took me a while to get there. I'm just admitting this right now. It, it, I was that little thing when you have to admit somebody's right. You know, it was seeing it for the first time. Everybody was like, "Oh, that bitch." But and I'm a Rick. I was a Rick stand at that point. You know, I was still kind of that last tooth you got to pull before you know you replace it with a. <laughs> With an anchor or something like that, and you're like, "Oh, it's not so bad," but like, yeah, it, it was it was a tough pill to swallow. But you got to admit when somebody's right. But that was before. But you're right. That was before, and I think that's kind of like what is messing with us the most. Our people, we saw,
3: we knew that Maggie.
0: Right, and you can see this stuff kind of littered all across our different characters, our respective characters. Seeing Gabe take the initiative and Rosita having a little bit of a of a an unspoken protest, but not stopping him i have to note that i think it, it, right. gabe was kind of like saying my turn to rosita <laughs> but also saying also you remember when rosita was defending sorry when gabriel was defending alexandria while rosita was out it they're taking turns they're taking turns defending alexandria i kind of like that it's, i like this couple i like this matchup. but it's also to say remember father gabriel six years ago look at father gabriel well even you admit wow well, 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 you admitted this recently you said i think you said this like you're like okay i get it like with gabe i think you he, said something like that effect he yeah.
1: has evolved i will it, i i mean i see the evolution in father gabriel it, i mean he's still not my favorite this is, this is like but, what i said
0: about maggie like yes. as, as much as That's you right, don't want to admit you're
1: one. <laughs> well, the thing, and i don't dislike Maggie. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> there's Carol, and then everyone else. That's oh, pretty okay. much it That's for true. me. That's so,
0: <laughs> yeah, get, everyone
1: else it. is just even across the board. I feel that. Yeah. I don't dislike. I that.
0: Rick. I mean, every, everybody. <laughs> Judith. Let's just throw her Dune. in the garbage. Uh, Michelle. No. Dune. No. Oh wait. Yeah. What? Everybody what? else. <laughs>
1: everybody else exactly nobody's in the garbage well that's that's not true but we won't go there i don't want to that's not true we're not going to start that we're not going to start that we're going to start that that.
0: but yeah i remember you calling someone literal garbage but anyway go on it was the funniest fucking thing all the
1: garbage people are dead so it doesn't matter anymore (laughs) anyway so yeah and then everybody else
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah oh, i get you i get you you're like everybody every other twd fan right <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> this is my favorite and everybody else can go to hell
1: no that's not I'm your are no i kidding no i i so i mean no that's true. I
0: like for me because <laughs> we talked about the comparisons <laughs> between it in the beginning of season nine again I can't angela kang taking over you have these little heist Heist resembling um, openers, like and it's totally a great formula. Okay, it's totally a great idea to open up your season with a heist because it gets everybody involved. It gets everybody into it right right away. All right. But I also wanted to talk about the uh, the differences between the opening sequence. Talk about again an advent from season nine that changed from like seasons one through eight. What did you think of Angela Kang? I'm this is I'm putting it all Angela Angela Kang right now. But what did you think of her? uh changing the original title sequence from season one through eight to this new one what do you think because we never got to talk about that
2: i feel like she should have kept some of the some of the original um clips and integrated it with her new clips instead of just kind of hijacking it it's probably one of the few negative things about her taking over i think it would be it would have been
1: really sweet and sentimental to have some of the past clips in there um I think it would have added to it. Um, having said that, I, I I really really enjoy the opening credits. I think it's like I mean, I mean it's like you know immersive. Like it puts us right into everything, and I re- I do really enjoy that. I love the the movement of it all and. I mean, you're I also an artist. Let's really let's pretty.
0: keep in yeah, mind. The,
2: yeah, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> the here. Easter eggs are really fun yeah. to spot, though,
3: with her yeah. with her intros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I did see in the opening credit sequence there were there were clips moment from it looked to me like from the past ten years that there were
2: yeah little pullouts.
3: You were able to go. Oh,
0: yeah! There's that. Now remember that. So when it first came out, this is because this is what I'm engaging right now. When it first came out, did you have a negative reaction at all to it, though?
2: I didn't. Well, it was a shocker because we were so used to this op- this one opener for nine years or eight years, and then all of a sudden, bam! It's totally. Different. But now the
0: essence of keeping that in mind now that it's here you're like yeah this is pretty damn cool
2: well yeah because at first i was like what the fuck but now (laughs) it's like oh okay there's aaron's arm there's the bridge you know Mm -hmm. and it's it makes you one of the things walking dead is known for once again comparing it back to the mcu are known for easter Mm -hmm, eggs mm -hmm. and callbacks to previous episodes and characters and notions and this is just another thing that it's another layer it's It's almost
0: as if no one's gone till they're gone right it also
2: Oh, don't don't start with that. Don't. It Sorry. also reminds me a lot of the shadow puppets
1: from World Beyond or or vice versa. I mean
0: oh. came, the title
1: came first, but the way it's all um I mean, it all really could be cutouts that they're just sort of moving around. I think that's really cool. right.
0: Right. It, yeah. it looks. It actually looks a lot like machinima, which is basically taking. Um, for the uninitiated, Meg knows this. It, you're using video game sprites and and, and uh, engines, graphics engines, to make you know make a movie or make a film sequence or something like that. It looks like computer generated. Um. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I kind of like that for that too.
4: As someone who makes a lot of edits, I like that they move the things in time with the music. The, the zombie guys are moving in time with the music. And I like that part of it.
2: Oh, we need to have a whole talk about that. We should do a video just talking about that, editor to editor.
0: <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm just getting involved. Um, uh, yeah, I will say this much. Okay, I had a negative reaction, but not for reasons you might think. I had a negative reaction because instead of letting us watch it for the first fucking time, they leaked the opening sequence ahead of time, which was to me again and this is like the beginning of the end for me like of like all the different times they said fuck you here's who's coming next episode uh daniel (laughs) salazar is coming back what why did you tell me i wanted that what the fuck (laughs) moment you know uh, isabel is is the, the crm soldier take the helmet off first i want to see that shit in real time anyway this was the the bellwether moment of like them doing something so incredibly stupid and listen, I'm saying this, but it was Angela Kang herself. No, Angela, come on, man. I don't care about the pressure. She did this. She <laughs> released the thing ahead. Of it. I'm like, oh my God, come on. Uh, let me see it for the right. first time and freak the fuck out and maybe not have a negative reaction, right? Because when it blindsides you and you see it for the first time live, real time, you're like, oh, it's not so bad. That's not so bad at all. But now, when you have a chance to think about it, right before it airs, you're like, you're picking it apart. You're like, why did you change this thing that I love so much? <laughs> this wasn't me. I wasn't that person. And I admit, when I saw, I, when I saw it first, I said, no, I'm going to watch it in real time. I want to be surprised. No Angela Kang. Bad Angela Kang. So right. when I watched it the first time, I actually was very impressed. This is coming from somebody who and now it's kind of telling, actually really liked the new Fear season four through, and also, I guess, six uh, intros as well. Because, I mean, all all the motifs, of all the times, all the Easter eggs, mm. they have a little bit more meaning. It tells you where the show's, where the show's at and where it's going to go, too. And I kind of want to talk about some of the things that I end up spotting the differences between seasons nine and ten. Well, and, well, seasons nine, seasons nine and ten, and then seasons eleven. Because I, I actually played them like a maniac. I played both of them side by side, at least season 10 or the end of season 10 with this new season 11 intro. And I've got a bunch of things that you may not have noticed. Starting with, this is some of the things, this is like low hanging fruit. This is what everybody saw with it, that I didn't see at first, which is the stained glass is actually broken in season 11. Uh, the stained glass on the tree representing the different communities. Whereas at, even at the end of season 10, still there, still intact. Right near that tree, there was always this little hammer sort of thing, which I kind of wanted to ask you guys what that was in reference to. A little, little hammer or maybe even like a cross near the tree.
1: Like a memorial cross?
0: like It does look like that, uh, but it, it looks literally like a hammer um, with a sharp edge on it. I'll show you. It looks like I think maybe something Jerry had, possibly, because he had that axe.
1: The only thing I know that was buried out there was the seal.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm getting to next. In oh, okay. in the in the season ten version you see just the hammer, but in the season eleven version you see Lucille lying next to it.
4: Oh. In reference to what you were saying about seeing the um opener early, you know, know how mad would we be if if they released the fear title cards early? You know what I'm saying? because like, that was part of the fun. Every week was like, who is it gonna be? Who is it gonna be? Right. if they'd released that early every week, I would have been so mad. See
0: this? Oh,
1: way over there, I see it.
0: Okay, you see that little hammering? Yeah, that's a pike.
1: That's, yeah,
3: it's definitely, that's, a, that's pike. a pike.
0: That's not a pike, guys.
3: With the Well, now, wait a minute wasn't that where Lucille was buried? Yes,
0: and that's see that yeah. that Lucille right there to the right? That wasn't there in season 10. It's it's here now.
1: If that's a pike, what's the it looks like a weapon.
0: Yeah, it looks like it is it is a weapon. It's a hammer. Yeah. You you can see it better when you have it full screen. It, it, it the other end clearly looks like a hammer. This is a pike. Oh yeah, it looks like it, it, in it, yeah, but this looks like a hammer though on the other side. I'll break even <laughs> on that because it does look like a pike. But who? My question really is who we who wields it? That's the question. Right, right,
4: right. Maybe it's just an uh, maybe it's just an um, an allusion to the pikes on the hill
0: maybe maybe
1: okay i am a little bit peeved that lauren cohen jumped right back up to the main title there above all these other names that have been here you're just
0: another maggie <laughs> hater <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, kidding, not. I'm,
5: kidding.
0: I'm not i'm not i'm saying OG, she deserves yeah. oh, it oh snap saying
2: you leave and come back and jump right to the top of the list i think that was a condition so. <laughs> hey if rick, if rick came back you know he would have jumped yep, right up to yep. the top so and, I would, the and i would and i the exact thing and i would be mad about that too
0: <laughs> I I respect your outrage
2: oh I I'd be mad about outrage. that
0: no I wouldn't yeah. I would be I'd be like no you deserve <laughs> it and, and all the money
1: <laughs> now I'm not saying also starring Lauren Cohen like you know it should be blah 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 and and Lauren Cohen
2: in television they sometimes put and so and so at the very end because there it's the last name you're gonna see and yep. they know the last name is very it shows importance it's not mm-hmm. like oh it's the last person that joined the cast. No, they put the last person as to show, how can I put this? that they're just as important as the top one. Right, it's more like a special guest kind of
0: In season 10's intro sequence, there was a burning barge after the scene. In the background, which is kind of like the beginning of season 10, Oceanside. I don't know why it's burning. Maybe it's to kind of, I have no idea. But you remember the oceanside training sequence? Okay, so that's mm-hmm. that's what that was. It's not there anymore. See in the background, it's it, that's what you normally see back there where dog is now. Dog. <laughs> but one thing wa- that people were not noticing oh. while they saw a dog flashing across their screen was the following: these arrows uh, were reversed Roman numerals. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it started yeah. in season nine, and they left it for season oh, ten cool. as nine. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! But they change it here this time around to be season eleven. Nice. So oh, X eleven.
2: I'm just focused on the flowers. Yep. I'm looking at them.
0: Yep. Yep. Which was there. Which was there in the last uh, last oh, season. Oh I know.
2: I'm just thinking of Carol
3: right now.
0: But this crowbar is new, by the way. This this wasn't there before. So
3: yeah, something is, yeah. is telling about that. Isn't that what Negan's using right now? hmm
0: mm-hmm. It's awful.
3: Uh-huh. That's how he saved. It's Gage. awfully bloody
0: now, isn't it? i will just leave that there. <laughs> That helicopter I thought was in the last season. Nope, new, this season. Yeah. Ooh. I assumed. I assumed. I was wrong. Oh. I do
1: hope we see a little bit of CRM in this. Well, this, this is last what season. you can maybe
0: help me out with. I'm not at all sure what that is. Okay.
4: That looks like one of the soldiers. The, oh, it soldiers. does, but it... Yeah, it looks like a soldier helmet.
0: It does, but it doesn't. Like
4: a little It common does, but it, does. Uh, yes, or... it does it does. does.
0: Right. a little It does, a little bit of the helmet because of looks kind of the helmet of a kind of a not look like a solid helmet. It a not a and
1: then you got baseball the baseball helmet shield. or something.
0: Yes, and that's yeah. the face mask right there. Thank you. Yeah. It, it was It was hard for me to distinguish fine. Okay, Aaron's Mace, right? Aaron's. Arm. And not only that. Okay, this was
1: Is that Jenny's that's man? That's Carol's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was Carol that's Carol's knife that was there in the last season, but this was not there. The stump with Carol's
4: trench knife sticking out of it looks like the burnt out windmill in Alexandria.
0: Just cuz of all the Ooh. stuff sticking out from it. <laughs> well, yeah. let's talk uh-huh. about that stuff cuz that bow was not there before. That bow that was sticking out? That,
2: that could be a reference to how they're Maggie's really hat. using bows and arrows more because that hat down below looks just like Maggie's hat and Correct. bow and arrow. Exactly.
0: I- I and, the, and the and the revolver there too. That's Maggie's yeah. revolver that you can see clearly in the episode too. Okay, the two katanas coming up were crossed for season ten. And now they're now they're side by side. I didn't uh, notice them before because they were crossed, and I thought it was like Shoto and Dai show is like michonne and and yeah and then judith <laughs> yeah. uh let me see if there's anything else i noticed um what is hanging on the cross on the far left yeah same thing as last season so i don't it could looks be like a whisper her- mask
2: it looks like um herschel's watch honestly oh i was
4: th- oh yeah. i was there you I was go.
0: thinking it looked like a watch I was thinking, there you go
2: i
1: was thinking it looked and
4: like, that's carl's yeah. um carl's that's eye patch. Carl pistol that's Carl's pistol hanging on the one in yeah. on the tree trees. Ah,
0: there you go. I was
1: nice. I was thinking this one over here looks like one of those hilltop coins on a string like Henry wore.
0: Oh okay. Well, well yeah, that, that could, could be, be that, that. too. I'd probably bank on it being more more the pocket watch though. Like, it kinda makes sense actually. When I think about it. When I think about it. Maybe. I mean, uh, Hen- but Henry's
1: dead too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Henry doesn't matter compared to Glenn. <laughs> That's true. I would look it would I just said that for you. <laughs> no, maybe. No, you are correct.
4: You are correct. <laughs> I think those are supposed to be uh, uh, Rick and Michonne on the horses. Yeah, um, that's what I thought too.
0: It looks more like Rick. I guess so. Maybe.
4: Yeah, that's Rick and yeah, Michonne on the, the horses, dreads. and they're looking at their they're looking at the graves of the people that they cared about.
1: <laughs> it's Rick after Paul. he gets hit by the, yeah. hit with the rebar. <laughs> <laughs> He's like. <"Ugh!"> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> One thing I also noticed was the trees were not on fire this season oh, they were on fire in season 10 Meg has to go because she has to cover something that just came up because you're mm-hmm. Meg the geek and you have to fill this is like the Santa Claus you have to fill the geek's geek holes of all the children oh god
2: <laughs> I have to provide everybody their daily geek dose or dose of geek right. whatever. or as I always say let their geek flags fly high yes right. that's how I close every video
0: thank you so much Meg for joining us for this inaugural for re-inaugural episode back. talking about Maggie returning talking about Meg returning <laughs> Maggie
2: i'm happy to be back
0: us too us too and i hope we'll see you again in the next episode
2: Hmm? Mm -hmm. Uh, as long as my flight isn't delayed i will be there
0: indeed well Well, hopefully you
1: you, everyone has to be here because next episode is just a continuation of this one so we gotta come
2: you gotta come back all right. Well, as long as you don't record it that Sunday, I will be. Yeah, there. and
0: re- and record it. We have to record it wearing the same clothes to pretend like we've been locked in the studio. Whole
2: time. I can make that happen. Yeah.
0: Okay. Remember. Okay. Thanks, Meg. Bye, have bye fun. Meg. It's great to have her on. She has some really good insights. Also, she was on my side a couple times. So that that always helps. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay something i thought was in season 10 but wasn't silence of whispers was there but whispers into screams was not there in in the alexandrian walls
3: right and you do see that in the uh when they are coming back from the MRE heist and they're walking past it's very quick but that's the silence the whispers is in black and then down below it says to screams in red
0: yeah and you can even see Mm -hmm. the silence part's been crossed out and then whispers into screams right that's that in in red i think Uh, and also you'll notice the walls here on alexandria's walls tumble down they're not as present that looks like a big a
4: right there in the middle
0: oh good good eye so, yeah. that, so uh, let me describe what they're seeing on it for the audio podcast. So, you'll notice that in the audio, in the Alexandrian walls in the intro, the the middle of the screen forms a sort of a you know kind of like the A's versus B's thing, kind of like Alexandria, the wolves. Remember the A next to the Daryl post? Sweat yep. Daryl sweatshirt. Yeah, uh, sweatshirt. The,
1: the A from the terminus. Um, yeah, the train cars. Yep. They
0: play with that for many seasons, and also the A and. I don't know if there was a B, but also the A from the garbage dump where where Rick was in was that an A or a B? Mm-hmm. I think it was, an a. It
4: was an a. If you really want to stretch to the left of the A. It looks almost could possibly be a B. Are you You're talking yeah. about? If you really want, that, yeah, if you really oh, want, to, yeah.
0: oh oh oh, like a backwards B. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you really want to, stretch. I can
1: make myself see it. I can, I can make <laughs> myself see it. Yeah.
0: I'm through with your game, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. Stop toying with my heart. Okay. <laughs> so this is another big thing that was pointed out to me. What's that instead of pikes?
3: It's the Commonwealth, yeah. Yeah,
0: led by Mercer. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they're you know, in
3: front of it. Looks like, you know, they're in front of Alexandria.
0: Defending it.
3: Sure does.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what's leading up to. The one last thing that everybody pretty much noticed by the end of it was the crumbling letters. Yes. at the end. Remember, last season, we were trying to determine if anything was happening to the Walking Dead logo throughout the season. Nothing did. I uh, Sorry, it did. It went from green to kind of this blood-soaked thing. And then for t- season 10C, nothing happened to the logo. Now it's happening to the logo. It's, it's falling apart. Our that show is-, is falling apart. Be sad. Be Literal sad. Play. Give me your tears.
1: <laughs> Feed me your fear. Feed me your <laughs> <laughs> sorrow.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was a big kerfuffle about... On Twitter, I, and I can't believe this was a thing, but like some people were just like really miffed that nobody got to see what actually happened when they got the Commonwealth armor from those two. Like, what's his name? uh the, Oh, yeah, Zell, Zell, Levitz, Levitz Zell,
1: Zell, and Levitz, Levitz,
0: and Zell, yeah, yeah. People were like honestly <laughs> saying, Well, how did they get the armor? Does it fucking matter? <laughs>
1: If we don't see it, it's not important.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the point. It's like why waste time?
1: Here is how I pictured it. Okay, yeah. they they find the closet that they're in. They open the door and they just slide the uniforms out and then shut the door while they're in, still in there doing it. Yeah,
0: exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's it. Because they're so into each other and so in love with each other that that's all they can think about. Mm-hmm. Now, does it take that much brain power to kind of fill in the blanks? In fact, like I, I say, the reason why they didn't get into it. It has a lot to do with almost giving Princess some sort of weird, plausible deniability. Like, do we believe Princess really thought this through? Or the audience will never know. But what they do know is that she must have been right. Because here are Yumiko and Eugene in Commonwealth armor. Uh So there's still like that kernel of doubt. But at the same time, how did she know? And how did they get it? Th- there's intelligence in that. There's like, okay, we're still playing with this idea that Princess maybe may still be crazy, like in a weird yeah. way. Why yeah. is this the hill to die on?
1: How does Morgan survive seven walkers on top exactly. of
0: Exactly. Uh. We don't talk about it. We don't talk. We don't talk yeah. about it.
1: Or when when Alicia and Dakota get separated after um after damage from the inside, she just says, "Oh, we got split up." Yo, how? How?
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. But. It, I pictured her just running, but it,
1: running away. Is
0: it that important? <laughs> That's the. I would say that's more important than this than than, yeah. than finding out yeah. how you got a uniform.
1: Now well, I'm not, we know Dakota's a liar, so I do want to know what happened. Well,
0: okay, yeah, but, but you're making my point. I'm not saying this to kind of get in somebody's face, passive aggressively. I'm not doing that. But I was just amazed. It was astonishing to me that like there was there was like a significant portion of people that were like saying, "Oh, this is important. Why don't we know this? Why can't? Why didn't you spend some time? Like, well, first of all." Like, aside from what I just explained about how it not being a thing that moves the story forward, like, second of all, I think the big focus, like, I feel like the cutaways to the Commonwealth were supposed to be scant compared to the overall main plot, which is kind of like the Maggie-Negan tension and the overall darkness of the beginning, the the tension of the heist, the, the spookiness of the walkers, the spookiness of the tunnels. Like, you don't want things... Like the some of the funny things that happened in the beginning with Gabe saying, food for one, there's f- enough food for everybody. Yeah. Food for one week, guys. Food for one <laughs> yeah. week. Sorry. But you don't want stuff like that overshadowing the overall darkness I think if and I spookiness.
3: I have seen anything in regards to the uniform. I would love to have watched them trying to get that shit on. I don't want, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't care about how they found it, but I really hope they put out a bloopers reel. People see that so bad because listening to, um, Eleanor talk about on um, Talking Dead how her shield kept fogging up and she just smacked straight into a wall. <laughs> oh,
0: no. You can understand why they would have cut it out because it would have undercut the se seri- It would have gone. It the would gravitas. be Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It would you have, been, have been, been, been a bridge too far.
3: Yeah, you couldn't have gone from that moment to now. She's looking at the wall of the law.
0: Yeah, among all these other spooky, serious, tense moments, it gets me thinking about the kingdom armor
3: oh okay all right right. so
0: which is better who who are it better the (laughs) kingdomers or what's better? okay because you have to grade this because the number one comment i seem to be receiving last night was fuck this kingdom this candy striper outfits and i'm like thinking to myself no don't fuck these candy striper outfits yes they may be loud looking they protect the vital areas where you might get bit. there's a little gauntlet on one on on the arms to kind of rip your your opponent's faces off while you're trying to fend off so let's be real here. Who wore it better? <laughs>
3: I, well, I just can't look at them without seeing super troopers, Storm stormtroopers. You know, I, that's I,
0: that's I, what I see. Stormtroopers.
3: Yeah, I think the kingdom's armor. I mean, to me, that was you know more medieval militaristic. These guys look like something out of a video game. <laughs>
0: yeah, but the kingdom armor didn't look like it protected much. I mean, let's be real. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: I will, I will say in terms of protection, yeah. I think the Commonwealth has got it going on. Now, as far as the way they look, yeah. okay, if if they're trying to hide from a human enemy, that's just not going to work. No. And and walkers, they don't care what you're wearing. Right. Like, they're not going to be more or less attracted to you by what you're wearing. So um, I do think the Commonwealth uniforms cover more. Kingdom
4: uniforms look like baseball stuff.
1: They remind me of the catcher's yeah. the, the catcher's yeah.
4: chest plate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And smaller version of it too. Because it's like <laughs> uh-huh. it's like weird. So they both look ridiculous, but like I'd rather be protected, right? <laughs> but this is kinda what I want to talk about next because one of the very cool things we got to see, first of all, in season six, was something Sanjay said. This is I said this in the reaction video. Oh, yeah, remember Sanjay? He said explicitly, fresh meat is what they're attracted to most. And then we see in this scene with Daryl, uh, the drop of blood wakes all of them up. And this is something I, I, I'm glad I got to bring about again, because one of the things about the senses of walkers was, was it works in reverse. As you get older, the first thing that you lose is your sense of taste right um, and then your sense of smell or no it's smell and taste cuz they kind of go together and then it 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 goes hold on hearing and then sight. But with the walkers, it's exactly reverse. Its taste is primary. If you can smell it and taste it, that's the sense they feel that feel fear that they sense the most. This is only reaffirming this conversation that we originally originally had about all the, the different senses that walkers have in reverse to how old people lose them. But it got me thinking about communities in general though, and how we're talking about frequently, seems like more lately, about hordes taking over certain communities and them falling, etc. And Aaron mentioning we have to shore up the walls. Walkers will get in if we don't shore up these things. So, or even even without shoring them up, like okay, you can do as much as you can, but they're gonna get in anyway. It's too late. But it got me thinking. What if assuming what we say is true and they're proving to be true when the more we watch these TWD universe shows. It seems to me that if blood is the best sense of the best sense that walkers have, it seems to me that like wouldn't walkers from like maybe even thousands of miles away Having no other senses, you know, being activated, let's say, by birds getting cut or like <laughs> animals getting cut out in the wild. But like maybe they do get cut cut out in the wild. Wouldn't they just follow any any of any blood that's in any area? But and then it gets me thinking, what if there's a bunch? And this is like this answers the community question, right? What if walkers, hordes, herds are just attracted to groups of people that are herded together where their smell can be exposed to the atmosphere
3: well i think we saw we saw that theory dave at the end of last season when the walking dead yeah when okay. uh, beta realized he had to turn the horde he had to turn them away from the hospital you know to go towards where the music was and then when lydia saw she had to go in and turn the horde so i think it it is a mentality, you know. Um, there is nothing cognitive there working, you know. I When I watched that last episode from season 10, and they were all going off the cliff.
0: Oh, you mean like 10-16, essentially?
3: Yeah, it just reminds me so much of the story in the Bible where the pigs were going off the cliff, and they just kept going.
0: But the mechanic is that it's a person, even it- though they think it's another person walker it is a person in there so which is why she's able to guide the herd the horde herd whatever you want to call it but
1: if but if they were attracted to say just plain old human scent is that part of what you're saying yeah
0: like assuming there's no other distractions sounds or whatever
1: okay if if that were the case and it's the most
0: powerful sense
1: the whisperers would have had a much difficult time integrating into a herd because they still smell like humans
0: i right? that actually makes it easier though doesn't it but like they can't they s- generally smell people but th- they just don't know where it's they it's generally in the air they just don't know exactly where it is and they're not smelling literal blood right they're not but there's a there's a person in the air somewhere yeah. and maybe and then there's
1: and then there's you know that that one walker that just walked right past Morgan when he was half dead
0: mm-hmm. but he smelled like <laughs> literal death
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, of you me, my brother
0: of, um- which also reinforces my senses theory. It reminded right?
3: me of World War Z. I've seen a lot of call outs to other zombie shows, like literally the army of the dead that the women maneuvered through. And then that scene with Morgan reminded me of World War Z where the zombies would go past you if you had some kind of a terminal illness or you were dying. They just mm. flew right by you.
0: It just gets me thinking about like how specifically about what Mel says in season four Fear *The Walking Dead*. Is like, like it's gonna fall. It's gonna fall. Where you, you're just biding your time. It's just a matter of time. Just- Don't even try. What June says in season five, is there a safe place? And we're Um, all infected. Yeah. And then go, yeah, going back to season one. And actually speaking of season one, and you know, I just want to leave that out in the ether, something that we can maybe pick up again, because it may come up because of all these communities that ended up falling with Maggie for various reasons, but probably the Reapers, maybe her herds or whatever it is. And, and that story about the herds and leading them away and losing anyway. So, um, but speaking of season one, one of the things that was interesting was noticing how we're bringing back the concept of walkers that I guess they were called lurkers like walkers that go dormant we did see a little bit of that a little bit of that in season 10 yeah but one of the notable versions of this that we did end up seeing was the tank the, the soldier walker that was in the tank with Rick how he just stayed pretty dormant for a while until yep. one thing happened woke up and i didn't get to watch the scene again i wanted to beforehand but it's he gets freaks out and then shoots the guy and then it explodes and he shoots the guy and then the sound in the tank and it makes him go deaf for a little while point being okay we brought that back something that we hadn't seen for a very long time until the bonus episodes of season 10 and i thought that was pretty cool because angela king does try to make this concerted effort of giving you that old that loving feeling (laughs) whoa that (laughs) loving feeling now it's gone 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 Whoa, whoa! Right. <laughs> so I, I kind of like that. Um, we did get to see a little bit of that also with the helic, the 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 angle of the helicopter that's in the warehouse resembles that of the one that's in the yard of the hospital where Rick escapes. It, it sort of looks kind of the same way. It's gutted out and different and broken down and whatever. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to get to of the soldiers that are in there, and this is this is where I'm going with this. Sorry, it's taking a while. One thing I noticed when Magna and Kelly put down the two walk, the two lurkers—we're gonna call them that now—the <laughs> in, in two lurkers that are guarding the um, the MREs, the room where the MREs are at. One thing that disturbed right. me was that they they stuck the the knives in the heads, and they kind of woke up and then went mm-hmm. back to sleep. That freaked me the fuck out. Okay, <laughs> what did? Uh, What did you feel when you saw this? Because it it really... I was like, this is weird. This is too weird. This is too much for me. You're fucking playing around with me now. Like, what were your thoughts on that?
1: I love how they opened this episode up with no dialogue nobody was Mm -hmm. talking um so i think they added those sounds in as like extra scare factor i'm not sure they would have done that had there been dialogue over top to distract us i I think because it did bother me at first i'm like "Mm, really but then i went "Mm, no one is speaking there are no other sounds so this this adds that extra that extra layer of scare for
4: the viewers. Were you referring to what freaked you out was the fact that they woke up and mm-hmm. then went and then died or was it the noise? Yeah.
0: That it was it was but it, it was it was a whole thing. Uh, it was like, okay, once the knife goes in, they're supposed to be done. Like yeah. like nothing happens.
4: <laughs> that we know what, what if that's just the residual because there is a pain I mean, isn't there just a little bit of the brain left, you know? So maybe when the knife goes in, it's just that residual, Ugh, and then and then, well, then eyes open and then they close.
0: I guess that's not something we typically see at all, though. It, it, when we okay, like when we're putting, well,
4: mo- but most walkers are already moving around, moving, and, yeah.
0: and so we don't see them kill very many that are already
4: just laying there. So maybe it was just like a, uh, you know, like the the knife hitting the little brainstem, and they went woo, yeah. and then that was. Like, well, you know, oh. we
0: saw that. In, but <laughs> like here's the thing. Okay, and this is more my point. We <laughs> saw that in this episode too, with the with the walkers that were in the subway tunnels, or at least the one that we got to see. Yeah. So the, that didn't do that, but these well, did. It
4: couldn't though.
0: But no, no, no it but, couldn't. but plus, the eyes would have opened. Plus, though, plus, or whatever. Was Daryl walked
4: up to that one and kind of poked
0: at it before it woke <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Which one? Oh, the one with the 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 throat slit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that it didn't like move after it was stabbed in the head. Like this, these walkers moved after they were stabbed in the head. But what
4: I'm saying is that one was already kind of up and moving because Daryl. Daryl kind of poked at it and woke it up. So it was already up and moving before he stabbed it.
1: Now we see them continue to go down the tunnel, taking taking them out, continuing to so I I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be curious to go back and see if if we hear any little noises or flinches when that but happens. There's so much I wasn't plastic noise.
4: Well, there's so much plastic noise cuz they're stabbing through the plastic. All you can hear is the plastic noise. That too.
0: Well, here's the thing. We've seen this over time. Many a times that we've never seen anything like this at all. We would have by now, I think. I'm going to get to a a thought I had on this in a general sense, though, because I brought up the season one walker not just to evoke feelings of season one. I brought it up because the military has a specific quirk about them so far in show canon that it seems to me that two things. One, we notice that they, they are lurkers. Generally, military themselves, for some reason, are lurkers. Why is that? And then it got me thinking, well, they're one of the first people that, get, that gets the option, and we learned that over the, the course of the last few years, to get the vaccine. Now, it's optional at first, but I did learn from recent events that the vaccine is going to be mandatory once it passes the FDA. It's going to be mandatory for service. Now, whatever, however you feel about it is irrelevant. <laughs> but what I wanted to say was, well, what if the vaccine for whatever this outbreak might be was mandatory back then, and they act a little differently than most other walkers. That got me thinking.
3: I'm going to be a lurker. Amen, (laughs)
0: sister. (laughs) Well, you're not active service, though. Are you active service?
1: She's saying she's vaccinated.
0: Well, I meant... (laughs) Okay, let's not mix. <laughs> let's not mix narratives here. We're we're all infected. <laughs> we all have it. I, but let's getting back on Canada. Like like I'm thinking there may be something to this. Like I know we saw the episode with Huck and World Beyond and her past and whatnot. And maybe it didn't apply to her. But I'm Brian Castrillo, or Crest, Castrillo, however he wants to refer to himself. It's Castrillo forever for me. But he said something about. He wanted me to parse together the, the overhead shot of Kelly. You know, when Kelly's uh, killing the first walkers that they they're starting to kill, and it has this nice little overhead shot of everybody, all the all the military walkers on the floor. I guess he's not killing them yet, but she's right. kind of navigating through them. He wanted me to see if there's like any letters or hieroglyphics in the way that they're laid out. And oh, I, but him even just saying that in, in between his military background and the first season walker and, and trying to integrate all this info it just got me thinking of it makes sense if the virus interacts with people who thought they were vaccinated hence lurkers hence maybe the reason why it went active and then went dormant again like when when they were stabbed initially so i was just trying to think of a way to kind of say why are these weirdos weirder you know
1: right I just assume they were in a in a building that no one clearly no one has come into, and so With there's no nothing for them source. to eat. Right. right, There's nothing for them to eat, so they just lay down and go to sleep. Which they don't know how to work door handles. So.
0: Which we have seen. You know, we've seen that. We see. We saw the walkers in the field that uh, is it Aaron yeah. throws the alarm Aaron clock into. Yeah yeah. Aaron. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of like a, a soft ramp up to seeing these guys, and you know mm-hmm. it if, in season eleven, mm-hmm. and and is another callback to the first season. But I I I feel like. I feel like we're missing something here. Like, I feel like, and listen, this could be just a squawking dead thing that we, it's like the, the Melon Ennis, Martha was, was responsible for burning Melon Ennis' farm, hence season four. Yeah. This could be another one of those things that goes nowhere, but like, there's something, I feel like there's something to the military. There's something going on with the military here. There, there might be something there.
1: Well, yeah, I think they created it. Yeah. They created the zombie That's where I'm going with it without saying
0: it. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. There's some sort of tie-in basically. <laughs> well, and then there's also the narrative of control, right? Althea claiming the military and the National Guard went at it. And then our yeah. theory of the civic republic being the the power that emerges from that. Anyway, those who are flagged for expedited assessment.
1: Yeah, I'm really, I'm really upset. If, yeah. if there was nothing else I went back to look at, I wanted to go back and look at that. And I just didn't get the time today. Because
0: you wanted to talk about Heath.
1: I, well, I wanted to zoom in on everything. I wanted to zoom in on every face and see if, if anyone was, was recognizable.
0: Th- this is a lot like um, Fear the Walking Dead Season 6, um, Alaska, the third episode. I
3: swear I saw a picture of Melissa McBride and the governor. And then <laughs> and that's when I, I, I went back and I looked at it several times. And then when I heard well, Angela if, Cain, you, if you
0: find it, was, just as a, as a production note, as if you find it, I will put it on the screen as you're talking
3: about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do it. But I, I mean, I just, I thought it looked like Melissa... In one of her um, shots where she was doing an interview, like just kind of sitting with her legs, you know, as she does. And then when I heard Angela Kang say that everyone on the wall was part of the production crew, mm-hmm. So one to say that there weren't some of the
0: actors on there, mm-hmm. you know. And that's kind of what I was, I was referring speci- to.
1: I was specifically going to go look for Denise Huth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, that's why I brought up... Um, Fear the Walking Dead season six and that Alaska, because they were in a talent, I think they were in a talent agent's office by the time they get to near the top where they find where the rats, uh, not the rats. Well, I don't know what the hell it was again. The, the rats in the ducks. walls, the rubber <laughs> yeah. ducks on the table. Well that, but R- also like the talent photos on the wall. It was kind of like, Oh, that's mm-hmm. gotta be crew of some kind. Right. That's gotta be crew. Oh, the talent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Might've just been stock photos. I don't know if we ever got an answer to that. did we?
0: No. Cause we didn't push that hard. <laughs> no. if we would have put the cast for fo- the sorry the the crew photos we, we might have gotten a chance to see that but yeah but that that's always kind of a thing to look out for when you see randos on a wall that's it's usually going to be the crew or some kind of or maybe family of the crew which is another thing that i usually think of but like getting to the heath p- portion of it though people saw the name heath on the wall seems to be about the age age he would have been And you could see that they made corrections for every year. Like, you could see they kind of said, oh, 27 or 26, or the weight might have been different than they remember. I don't know. But I will say one thing. Somebody actually put up a photo of, (laughs) well, sorry, a blown up photo of the drawing of Heath that that's what that's supposed to look like. And Mm. to me, and maybe I'll put it up afterwards or whatever, I saw this on Twitter, Um, it did not look like Heath, the one we know at least, Mm. as far as I can tell. Now, Heath is a name in the universe, it's not completely made up.
1: Did it look more like comic book Heath?
0: You know, maybe. But It it, it was literally lines on a paper, it didn't show skin color, and it it wasn't a good drawing either. It wasn't like a police sketch even, level. I
1: mean, dreads and glasses.
0: No, that's the thing. None of that.
1: No. Okay.
0: Have you seen this? Movie? Have you seen this? Movie?
1: <laughs> Shows
0: picture of uh, Robert Patrick.
1: Robert Patrick.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: right, right. All, all blown up. Anyway, so. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> um, um, but no, is that that's my argument? Like everybody was kind of going, Heath, Heath, Heath. I'm like, well, slow, slow your roll. Like, many people named Heath and yeah, Dave and every. Everybody thought that uh,
4: Kubrick's daughter in the world beyond was Isabel. Isabel. too. So, mm-hmm.
0: but that's kind of they the like point I'm going yes, like to make here. Yes, exactly, exactly. They they that's exactly what I want to say. It, it, they want to make you go, hey, hey, uh, 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 Isabel, mm-hmm. Kubrick's daughter, and then pull back because they want you to get excited. I mean, who could blame mm-hmm. them, right?
1: I'm a little and surprised it, and it that works. I'm, yeah,
0: yeah, and yeah. I'm okay with it. I am, little, too.
1: I'm a little surprised we didn't see the name Madison up there, to be
4: honest. I, I'm going <laughs> to Photoshop Madison into that wall. You just watch.
1: <laughs> yes. And pass yes. it off as fact.
4: You're, you're, you're generating fake Look! news,
5: Shandy.
1: Wait, you, the picture of Madison needs to be a pilot.
0: <laughs> cut, but also genius. Cut, genius, cut, genius. Anyway. Again, Madison support i support this okay i only wanted to talk about one more thing and if you guys want to bring up anything else totally fine i don't at this point i don't care there's t- sorry two comments that really got me sorry one comment and one fact machine gun swords right <laughs>
3: machine gun swords do you really
0: want to bring those machine gun swords down on alexandria <laughs> meanwhile alexandria's got oh bigger God, problems want. <laughs> i like turtles when I first saw these two, these auditors, assessors, Mulder and Scully, I mean, right. first thought, first thought, and then well, I don't, I don't know Scully, that one dude's not
3: good-looking enough to be Mulder. Scully, Scully,
0: Red Shoe hamburger. Diaries, anyone?
3: Scully needed to eat a hamburger and take a nap. She looked like death warmed over. Yeah, she did look rough. I can't see all all. Somebody, please, you, Eugene. He's gonna get them more killed than Maggie will if he don't do the
0: You know that's that's another.
3: <laughs> He's gonna get them more killed than Maggie.
0: You know that is another comment that was <laughs> frequently Thornton. brought up. People were very upset with Eugene this week.
3: Oh, oh bad. God! No, Jordan. I can't. Bur- okay. <laughs> And all the time I had Biscuit, I did it for the looky, the nookie. That's what he's going to be saying when he gets killed. I did it for the nookie. Uh-huh. You're,
0: you're one horny dude. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's backing off that, though, because like he... I, I did see some sneaks in the next episode because it seems like he gets progressively worse while, you know, Princess, for some reason, keeps getting progressively better. But and it, it really seems to be getting to him. And I mean, I feel like they're leading us down this path, obviously. And at some point they're going to reveal Stephanie and, and everything's going to be maybe OK. I don't know. But people were not happy with Eugene's reversion. In fact, they're probably more pissed off now. Some people more pissed off now than they were at Eugene back then, if you can believe uh. it. Um, do you guys have any feelings about this or do you like me kind of get it? Like, cause first of all, when you're so used to fighting only zombies and maybe other dangerous people, doesn't it kind of freak you out a little bit that people aren't, that you, these, there's these totally normal people that are asking intelligent questions that you don't know what to make of them. I'd be freaked out too. Mm-hmm.
4: Isn't that kind of what Deanna did in Alexandria though? When she filmed everybody, yeah. brought everybody in and interviewed them. I mean, that wasn't freaky. You know what I mean? That was pretty normal. Right.
0: Different setting. But difference in, it's distance in time, right? It's distance in time. When that happened, it was like barely two years into the apocalypse, right? So, you know, like you still have well, memories of the past.
1: Deanna, oh, Deanna right? also allowed the group to come into the community before she began conducting the interviews. Yeah. And
0: no, no assessors. Not in a
1: train car. No threats of reprocessing,
0: <laughs> no bags over the head. I mean, yeah you know wandering for you get a full view of everything that's going on mercer wasn't standing there all intimidating (laughs) and uh how many bowel
3: movements
0: you had yeah exactly (laughs) and even if she did you'd be like we don't know that she may have asked that we don't know exactly reg might want to know (laughs) anyway
3: i'd be like i haven't had a real food it's probably been six since
1: I've had a bowel movement, <laughs> no kidding. Oh God, <laughs> my body uses everything I eat. There is no waste.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wasting disease. <laughs> I don't have a bowel movement, but anyway. But yeah, but yeah. Time, distance, and even if they had asked that question, still be like, yeah, but can I have some more food, please? A- after I answer <laughs> the weird question,
3: can I have some more? Yes,
0: please. Mm-hmm. So I get Eugene, but you guys, I, I can tell you guys didn't have that, those same kind of like, come on, Eugene, feelings. No, no. I feel like he's genuinely f- flustered, like really freaked out. Like the more this thing goes on, which is, I think what mm-hmm. this whole thing was designed to do, to be honest with you.
3: Yeah. Break, break. You people. know, and it was so, um, Psy-ops. it was really neat listening to, um, Paola talk about actually how they filmed that interview sequence that they were pulling them in and out so it wasn't like they sat down and filmed one person being interviewed and then spliced it together <laughs> that she said it was really doing that. Wow. that they were they would do a question here and they'd pull them out and pull somebody else in and pull them out yeah it was broken up like in. that yeah yeah so she said it was really that kind of chaotic but oh it was it was crazy um Yeah, I mean, there were were definitely some nuggets and then you know, for Eugene when they saw what the reprocessing, was. Okay, we gotta go. (laughs) And then watching those people
0: kind of, like, watching those people having to go, oh, we've been here four months. It's been nine months, honey. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. gotta go. I mean, that makes you go, what the fuck is the, what is reprocessing? You you forgot about five months? Oh, boy.
0: So, pause, because I was thinking something else, though. One thing that, that that they did after the, two, the couple was taken away for reprocessing is Mercer himself comes in and takes this guy from a desk that you don't really get to see the face of, but you do get to see a face of him later in the interrogation room mm-hmm. with him at dick level. <laughs> <Mercer's-> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I got to thinking that what if all of these people are there just for the... the this group of people what if they're just listening devices for the commonwealth maybe they're trying to seem scarier than they really are which goes to how smart these people are
3: all the people that are behind bars are actually civilians part Mm -hmm. of the
0: commonwealth Mm -hmm. what do you guys think of this theory oh you've seen the freaking episode of course you have (laughs) well aliza i'm 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 hiding their faces what do you think lisa
3: i didn't think about that i could see that there could be plants in a a situation like that absolutely and i could see of that couple the wife being the plant But I really think that poor guy was
0: traumatized. You know what I just started thinking of? Okay, what do we know about the Commonwealth of the comics? I know this is not a really good, reliable thing to to talk about because sometimes the comics don't end up being canon for the show. But let's just go with it because the comics do illustrate the fact that what you were before is what you are now. Uh, You know, they like to take what you were before and place you in that same position in the Commonwealth. Well, what if these guys were actors before and part of being actors is, you know, fulfilling this role of psyops? So, and it's just a thought I had. I was just like, it's good. It's, they're very convincing. Dick level with Mercer and- That's a low blow. Ah. But what made me actually more convinced that this was the case was how, and I like this, I like this little touch, in spite of how hurt Mercer was by Zeke's words, which he, which the actor says himself, yeah, Mercer was hurt by these words. When he sees Zeke suffering, he can't help but give him the water that he needs. And that I was actually kind of moved by that I was yeah. I don't know why I know that sounds really weird but I was <laughs> kind of moved by that and so that got me to thinking this is this is this is an act this is all an act
3: you know I've, I've got to say one thing about Mercer and Lord I hope this doesn't sound as my godson would say raisin but when he came to the to the jail bars and looked back and Powell and no, the princess looked back at him he snorted like a silverback gorilla he was and you know, turned and walked off. And I'm like, it was like a, I don't know, it was just a you know, moment he had, you know, and turned and walked off.
0: Like a mating call?
3: Well, there's supposedly he and the Princess match up. Yeah. You know, and-
0: can we talk about that a little bit? Because I'm a little bit. It's kind of like it could be like the Titanic where you don't know how it's going to go down but you know it's happening. Like you you go along for the ride and you you want to see how it ends up coming about. But part wow. of me is kind of like, "Oh well, we know it's coming. You know, it's happening." As much as Angela Kang says, "Well, we don't know it's going to happen." Angela, come on, stop it. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. They're literally yeah. Paula and, and, and uh, Michael James Shaw is like saying, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> like, we have these scenes together. It's pretty awkward but also pretty fun. We're writing a song together in real life. I mean Aww, they yeah. said that in Talking Dead Sorry if I missed it Rachel. But, I so did miss it. it's like okay if we're making beautiful music together as actors <laughs> so, <laughs> so but part of me is also kind of like you know, I wish it wasn't so eventual, which makes me think I hope they don't do it because then they'll be like totally like, what what just happened? What just happened? Why do they hate each um, other? Princess That's and
1: so cool. Mercer are my favorite ship besides Daryl and Carol, so you shut your face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about... <laughs> but you see my consternation, like, because it's like, it's happening, it's happening. Right. There's no, Because we
3: want it so much. There's,
0: there's no element of surprise, though. It's like, you know it's happening.
3: I want to... With Negan, I really want to see. see that's what I was Negan. thinking
0: as well. Like, what if Ew. they just completely curveball this shit? What, <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no, the, I know because the age difference He's, too.
4: <laughs> no, I don't give. No, a crap I don't about even care that. about that. Come on, think, like, No, he, he, he to would crush you. the light out of her.
0: And, Boom. and she would say thank you.
4: No, she would be she would be a pink husk little shell. Wait, yeah, are we talking no. about
0: literally, or are we talking about metaphorically? Because I'm <laughs> not oh, sure oh, no. where Spiritually.
1: Going. Yeah, what does really, that mean?
4: He, he would crush the life out of her. No, the bright light that is princess would be dulled forever.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, like traumatically? Or is this yes. like literally dead?
4: Mm-hmm. No, not literally dead.
0: Okay, because you got me confused because you wouldn't be definitive. <laughs>
4: No,
3: I think I you're right, but I just I can't wait for them. I hope they have the opportunity to to work on screen together because I think it would be hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's um, the same it's, feeling I had about Negan and Carol being on screen together finally. Like I want to see what happened. Yeah,
3: you know, there and obviously currency is of no use in the Commonwealth with all the bando money that they had ready for incineration.
0: Yeah, that's that's something that's something else that had my my imagination running. Like about what that I get. There wouldn't be no need for it. Everybody has their own. Oh my God, this is communism all over again. Uh, (laughs) Because the means of production are controlled by the government, right? So, okay. Sorry. We'll just cruise past that political statement. It shouldn't be so controversial. It's literally communism. The government decides what you are. So there you are. And that money means nothing because we are a utopian society full of ice cream and cake.
3: There are, if, if Rick is with that I haven't figured out, is the CRM the military part of the commonwealth?
0: No, completely different entity.
3: So where do we think, do we think Rick is with the CRM?
0: I think that's the case. Yeah. The black helicopter with the three rings. That's
3: who Jadis uh, was in contact with. Yeah. So the last two Easter eggs that I'll just mention, the bunny rabbit in the subway Mm -hmm. was a throwback to the one that was with Aaron's daughter. Crazy. And then the very well placed uh America Hates Racism
0: poster. Okay, so what do you make of that? Because I wasn't sure. That
3: is just I think that's just a reference to what's going on yeah. currently in our world. I think it was just them acknowledging
0: I feel like, yeah, maybe oh, okay.
3: that it was just a nod to the current world situation with
0: or the irony of of this zombie world. Let's just move past current events and say the irony of this world being more equal than the, the, the one before, or the world before.
3: No, I think it was an intentional...
0: Yeah, no, it definitely was.
3: For, ...for what's going on in our world.
0: Well, you have to also consider when this may have been conceived slash filmed too so i mean mean, january 2020
3: all of the stuff going on george floyd and everything
0: yeah yeah and they conceived of this around january 2020 so there's a a whole bunch of events that you can base that off of too (laughs) if you enjoyed this program (laughs) why don't you rate this podcast at ratethispodcast.com slash walking dead all we need is five stars and egg planet just to know that you love us but You really should be writing us after every single episode. I'll tell you why. Because it says a lot about what you're watching. If you tell people, if you have a critique that you want to just send to us, other people are watching what you're saying and they may agree or disagree and they may fight people in the comments. Okay, so fight us <laughs> or fight each other while you're leaving comments after every episode. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, if you go to rate podcast.com slash squawking dead, it'll give, give you the, the rating platform that is appropriate for your device. Or if you're on your desktop, you can choose the platform you wanna rate us on. But if you really, really like us and you wanna follow this journey behind the scenes, just follow us at ko-fi.com slash squawking dead. Just follow us because you'll know when things drop so that you can decide if and when you want to support us. And just so you know, I don't know why we didn't announce this from the beginning of the show, but our content is free for the next seven days. All our behind-the-scenes content is free for the next seven days. What? Why is that, Dave? Why did you freaking do that? Why
1: would you do you have that? You people like
0: Eliza Payne for stuff like that. Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> because we want people to know what they're missing out on. We had a lot of discussions behind the scenes of how we want to roll this out. And I I thought it was nothing without showing people what they're missing out on. So we're making it free. So this is why it's important to just follow us. At squawking squawkingnet so that you know when things drop. You know when we do crazy, absolutely dumb things like this, for you to take <laughs> advantage of, so you can join the conversation. We want to. We want people to be in. We want to bring people in. We don't want to push people away. We don't want people to get discouraged by a paywall. And every now and again, we're always. We're always gonna think of ways to include people who may not be able to afford <coughs> this stuff or may not be able to, to support us in the way that they love to you know because that's these that's what I, I like to assume the best of people you like people want to support us but i just can't I'll have time i can't do it. listen just follow us you'll know when things drop you'll know when th- we don't post it on social media so if you follow us that's free it's no big deal And in any case TWD is back baby TWD is back yeah I know it's the end but let's enjoy it while no, we're no 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 we're gonna let's still enjoy it while we're part. still here it's exactly back. edit cut it's back. cut that part Dave <laughs> no but it's back and we're here to hold your hand throughout the entire process and beyond ah we beyond so we'll see you next week for part two Asher on part two take care for now we'll see you very soon love you bye guys bye Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode, our season premiere of season 11 of The Walking Dead, the final season. This episode has been brought to you by our Survivor tier member, Eliza J, whom you've just heard host this episode. That's right. One of the benefits of joining the Survivor tier is the ability to join us in our episode breakdowns. This episode has also been brought to you by Whisperers tier member Darren, a.k.a. Whisperers UK. What are membership tiers? Membership tiers are a means of supporting the podcast. If you like what you hear and you love what we do, head over to ko-fi.com slash squawking dead and just follow us. You don't have to join a membership tier or buy us a coffee, but just follow us. And if you find something you like that we post behind the scenes, the unedited episode, or the unedited interview recordings of some person that you happen to like, or if you want to join in on a recording session for a particular episode or to ask questions during uh, a cast or crew interview, or maybe even one of our new TWD family members, um, just uh, buy us a coffee. You'll get supported back to access for 30 months, or you could join a membership tier and get some further benefits, more bang for your buck. Uh, the whispers tier allows you to get credits at the end of the episode, uh, as well as 50% off the merch store, and the survivors tier, obviously the highest tier has the ability to join us during our episode recordings any case i'll be your host david cameo and we'll see you in the next one